attention. This is a matter of national security. After a meteorite crashed into the New Jersey Turnpike, the following digital audio transmission from the You Watch I Listen podcast was intercepted by NASA scientists in the year 2019. The You Watch I Listen podcast is about to start. Sit down, listen close, and try not to die. The You Watch I Listen podcast starts now. had to be evacuated for a bomb threat. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, take it out, take it out. <laughs> yeah, oh, suck it nice and slow. <laughs> a couple other really funny news stories. Kenny G. Who the fuck is Kenny G? The fucking clarinet player. Oh, suck it nice. <laughs> what did he do wrong? He's being Charles Manson all weird. In the middle of it, he cuts her off and goes, Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Oh, take it out, take it Dude, out. Dude, now I see why people followed Charles Manson. He was very straightforward. Yeah, he had the right idea. Time for the You Watch I Listen podcast. And always remember, don't sniff it, just do it. Hey, 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 this is episode 80, guys. Episode 80. 80, bro, that's crazy. 80 episodes, yeah. Yeah, 80, and we have... We have a special guest. He was actually the very first guest that was on the show. Facts. Number one. Very first guest. I think that's Justin Grohowski. Hi, Justin. You're here. 80th show, I didn't realize that. Yeah, 80th show. Some fan you are, dude. Next milestone is 100. Thank you again to Michael Manfredonio for sitting in last week for Taylor. Hilarious. As always, he... He, you know, he's the one that like he walks the line of like too far so well. <laughs> like every time he's about to say something, where I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. We're getting uh, off SoundCloud, off iTunes. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Dude, dude, I, he just reels it back the tiniest bit. Dude, I love when he was rapping over Blood Red Summer. <laughs> yeah, I like to suck dick because I am gay. When I just told him, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he he always kills it. So uh, again, this episode 80, of you watch, I listen. Uh, let's start out with uh, Taylor. How was your last two weeks? Two weeks for uh, it was rough. I did a lot. It was on call a lot. It was a lot of late nights, uh, easy 14, 15 hour work days. Mm-hmm. And uh, how you many know, times did you crank one out when you were home? Uh, at least like seven. You have to after a shift like that. <laughs> yeah, you have to. You like, gotta go home. Listen, and I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna jerk yeah. off. I'm Listen, gonna eat again. In, in this, in my industry, there's no such thing as a shift. You're on. You're on. You're always fucking on. So you're, um, you're jerking off at work. <laughs> in the van. In the van. My gun comes. But no, I, it, it was um, it was really busy. But uh, again, like my bank account definitely thanks yeah, me. Absolutely. And I'm just so I'm well because 
we have we have business to discuss after the show actually about this Rage Against the Machine show we want to go to, mm-hmm. and then um, so like I said so outside of all that Thanksgiving was great I got really drunk with my uncle, and you know nice. we started screaming I just started screaming at my cousins the whole time. Nice Josh, how was your last week and how was your Thanksgiving? Uh, Thanksgiving was okay. Uh, last week was better than the previous week. <laughs> yeah, um. you came in last week. You didn't see this, but because he was, and he was also off camera. Josh looked like shit. <laughs> yeah, he walked Not in there like dude. he looked he walked. <laughs> Like I was wondering, like if he got like a terminal diagnosis, he I looked wish. he Didn't looked he? miserable. Same, yeah, I know, right? Uh, do us but all yeah, you look more sprightly today. Yeah, uh, Justin, how's it going? Uh, how was your Thanksgiving? Hello. So Thanksgiving was good up until the Cowboys game. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, facts. And that was the middle of Thanksgiving. Yeah, and then uh, that was like right when was, people were like was ruined immediately. How that. how who responded the worst to the Bills' loss? Uh, I think I, I probably okay. Did. Not your yeah. dad? Did you no. blackout? Did you do your normal blackout? A bad loss? Uh, I did like a half blackout. Yeah, yeah. Because because there were two. So two of my cousins have infants. Okay. And my aunt like yelled at me like you can't you can't be cursing and screaming. And I was I was saying fuck I just fuck fuck and just yeah. every you know. And I, I realized put it well, in perspective and realized I, I like so. shut so, the fuck up mom. So I yeah, text Justin much. during most football Sundays and there's yeah. like a, a a response time thing that I pick up on like during the game he's texting back and forth pretty often and then after they lose he'll answer for like five minutes and then I find like memes and stories and he just stops answering yeah. like even in the group chat I said the thing Jerry Jones crying in the locker room yeah. fuck off like shit <laughs> it's the same thing in, in our in our betting chat it happens a lot where like you don't hear from Justin after like the four p.m. Yeah, a bad yeah. loss. Um, my Thanksgiving was fine. It was uh, nice. Good. Spent it with the None of the three of us asked, but I'm, yeah, I'm going to yeah. tell you anyway. I have to. I you got to say it. I mean, I'm, I, I, I know, uh, of course, I, exactly, because none of them will ask. So I just go and do yeah. it. Um, Thanksgiving was fine. Spent it with the landlord's family. Uh, I'm I'm almost tired of hearing congratulations. If I'm not congratulations, congratulations. Man. I mean, it's great, it, it, right? Here's congratulations. The thing. Dude, first of all, I didn't. I wasn't here, and he said it on the show, right? <laughs> I, I know. So wait, hold on. I called in after I I announced it on the show. Dude, I call in and I give my review of High Life with Robert Pattinson. And he's like, oh, after I go to text you, I got something really important to tell you. I'm like, what, are you finally going to come out? (laughs) It was like something like that. So then, wait, hold on. He doesn't text me, right? So the next morning I wake up and I'm like, all right, sweet. The show's posted. I listen to the show within the first 10 minutes. He goes, you know, I made an honest woman out of her. And I go, this motherfucker (laughs) got engaged and I didn't fucking tell me. He waited for you to leave, dude. (laughs) Yeah. So I text him. I go, holy shit, congratulations. I don't hear a fucking word from him all day. <laughs> you know what? This is the thing. That wasn't like even intentional. Normally it is. Yeah, no, I know. I was just true. like, I don't, I love attention, but I don't like attention when it's for me. When it's yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. When it's uh, nice. I, yeah, it's like I'm not used to it. I'm, I'm just, maybe I'm used to life shitting on me. <laughs> and it's so like if it's something like, good happens and you feel like you don't deserve it, yeah, but you I'm do. Not, you clearly I'm not used do. to some like good things happening. So mm. it's like, I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop and find out that I'm not going to make it to the wedding. <laughs> well, be honest, like, I. I, 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 my instant reaction was not to say congratulations. Because you're like, he's fucking with me. Like, yeah. No, I like, knew it was real, oh. but I was like, wait, I gotta take a step back. It's still. What about our sex life? What about our sex life? I gotta say congratulations. Yeah, yeah. our sex life? I still gotta say congratulations. Yeah. But, uh, well, the, see, because the first thing I thought of when you like you said that and I heard it on the show, I'm like, where the fuck is the is the is the Homer Simpson boo, <laughs> boo. soundbite when I need it? Boo. Yeah. So boo it's this been, fucking man. It's been uh, an interesting week. We had the landlord's birthday on Saturday, or birthday was Sunday. We did some stuff. Some of our friends over Saturday night. When you guys were texting me to play Battlefront, like my phone is just the DJ, and then I was taking a lot of medicine. So 
I kind of figured because like, <laughs> Cruises in the corner So like, I bought Battlefront To play with you guys And I'm like Oh sick And I'm going to be able to play it and I'll, play like, tonight. Oh. I'll play tonight When you get back Unless you're going right to bed I'm going right to bed dude Because I'm play on call tonight. Yeah I'm playing <laughs> Alright uh, fine I guess I, I fucking will too Yeah I'll play some Battlefront I think they have new uh, yeah, well, They have some <laughs> new maps Coming out at the end Of a couple weeks yep. On the 17th uh, Yeah alright So why don't we get into uh, Reviews um, I guess I think we should Start with the album Because uh, the movie We all saw Albums we, Albums Because you gave me one And Josh gave me one so start with Josh's uh, Coed and Cambria and Keeping Secrets of Silent Earth 3. Yeah. Which Very is weird record. that it's the third one in a series, even though it, there isn't a one and two. It's like Troll 2. There isn't a Troll 1. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. It's very, very similar. Uh, okay, so I had said when you gave me this album that I probably had listened to it at some point in my life. Obviously, you know the two singles if you listen to any type of contemporary rock in the last 15 years. This is with the Favorite House Atlantic, Justin. Yes, um, Favorite House Atlantic, and the other single was Blood Red Summer. Um, but I can't say I ever actually like fully dove into the album listening to it start to finish and my issue with Coheed was always with the vocalist and it's not that he has a bad voice it's just those kind of voices like Rush I don't love Getty Lee's voice musically brilliant can't shit on them for that at all but in Coheed's case the voice uh, in, in this listen through didn't bother me at all musically the album is so brilliant the stories they tell on each album is fucking brilliant each song kind of bleeds into the next one while changing it enough that it tells a story it really does tell a story it's almost like a puzzle piece being put together from the first track which is only an intro to the last track. Beautifully told, too. Beautifully told. Um, now, I didn't give any song less than a four on this album. Wow. wow. Um, I had uh, I had two fives, uh, The Crowing and uh, The Lights in the uh, the Gates, or was it The Lights in the Glares? Light in the Glass. The Light in the Glass. Excuse me, I can't read my own fucking handwriting. Uh, the Light in the Glass specifically was my favorite song on here. It's a nine-minute song. Which, when you do a nine-minute song, you, you have one of two options here. Either it's terrible because it's too fucking long, <laughs> or you change the song enough throughout. The tempo, the beats, the the sound of it. And that's what they do on that song specifically. It reminds me a lot of a lot of different tool songs where just the, they're they go from double time, then they change the beat, then they break down, and it sounds like it could be three songs in one. It starts out as one song and it ends as another. And I really appreciate that when it can can be crafted in such a way that it really is painting a picture. And this whole album does that. Um, so from the beginning, uh, the title track and keeping a silent earth I gave a four. Uh, was it cut I had to write small because I had to put two fucking albums. Uh, oh, cuts mark, cuts mark, cuts marked in the March of, March of Men. That was a four. Three, three evils of four. Uh, the crowing of uh, five. Or is it crowing? Yeah. Crowing? Okay. I can't read my own fucking handwriting. Blood Red Summer's a four. And it's only a four just because I've heard it so many fucking times. Otherwise, that song's a fucking five. That's a great song. Um, now, the next one are three songs that are part of a complete story. Yeah. Um, and it's Camper Valorium, mm -hmm. I believe. Uh, each one of those is a four. I like them progressively more and more as they went on, but I think I like the second one the best. Which is uh, the back end of Forever? Yeah, correct. Yeah. Um, and A Favor House Atlantic is a four. Uh, Light, in, Light in the Glass a five. And the last song, 2113, a four. There's nothing to complain about on you this know, You know what I love about that record is that it still holds up today. It came yeah, out, what, 2006, it's, Josh? Yeah, it's, uh, it still holds yeah, up. It's, it's yeah. a, as close to a perfect album as you can right. get. Um, right. I'm going to give it a five out of five. There's not a thing on here I think could be different or better. I'm so happy for Josh. Right and, now. I really am. Um, yeah, this is a win. It, it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a it's a really incredible album. Like musically, there's very few bands that can have that kind of talent and not have every song sound the same because that's what a lot of bands with well, musical talent run the risk of sometimes. Well, th that was part of the, the formula. Yeah, that was the part of the conversation. Me and him 
him had when we were talking about which Coheed album to give you. We were yeah. going to give you either the most commercially successful, which is Good Apollo 4, or however, the one with the four on it. Yeah. yeah. And then um, this one. And I told him, I go, dude, like that album is great, but like there's songs I would skip. This one is a low-key like masterpiece. Yeah, I, I think masterpiece is. is the right word. And again, with those kind of vocals, that high-pitched kind of voice, I usually don't like, but it fits. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah. it fits the music very, very well. And there's times where he doesn't sound as high pitch, which is nice too. He can change his range. If you ever have time, um, which you might not, uh, <laughs> not, not to live at least, <laughs> uh, ask Greg to borrow the uh, companion uh, graphic novel to this. Okay, album. there's a okay. They have a oh, companion wow, graphic cool. novel. That's pretty cool. Uh, okay, and as you read the graphic novel, you'll see like where the songs gotcha. fit into the story. That's pretty and sick. Okay, it, it's kind of like a mind blowing thing. Like this guy is super creative. Yeah, he, I was reading does. up on him some more stuff. And, uh, just incredibly talented individual, just a creative, a creative, a creative player. mastermind, yeah. ridiculous guitar player, dude. Yeah, I mean. You can hear it. I mean, every guy in that band is ridiculously talented, except for the guy who robbed the Dwayne Reed. And like, you it takes some talented to rob a, Dra- a Dwayne Reed, bef- weed, a Dwayne, Dwayne Reed, Dwayne Reed. Reed. You know, they're they're not like one of those bands that they do like guitar solos. Yeah, and, like, they crazy don't need stuff, to. But like, they're still super technical. And the thing that's really uh, uh, interesting about him in terms of his talent as a musician is that he's doing these crazy things vocally. You know, he's changing the range yeah, of his yeah. voice and he's playing the lead while doing yeah, it. Yeah, usually that's the best part. a singer is rhythm guitar. Yeah. Normally. Very Rarely are they playing the like, lead. Like uh, Anthony Ranieri from Bayside yeah. always plays fucking rhythm. Yeah, always. I mean, that's most. I mean, uh, you know, it's very, very rare that happens. So that that's a testament to his talent. So, again, uh, five out of five on that one. Uh, the album you gave me, Taylor, Crazy 88, Burning Alive. And you had stated that this band was uh, YouTubers, YouTube YouTubers. personalities. Yes. And one of the things you highlight is that it is a chick lead singer in a metal band. Yes. Her um, name is Lauren Babbage. One, I have a huge crush on her. I Two, looked her up. I don't blame you. She's <laughs> a great screamer. And an under an underrated like singer too. She has yeah, amazing yeah. vocals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's the the number one thing. When he said she's a great screamer, you made this face like. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I'm just gonna take your guys' word. <laughs> so I'm gonna look um, her up while the, you guys are talking. The first that you're gonna throw up. <laughs> no, I'm gonna look her up while oh, you guys you said are talking. I'm gonna, oh, gonna grow up what too. Is crazy eighty eight. Crazy yeah, crazy eighty eight. Just tell him the chick's name. Her name is Lauren Babbage. Lauren she is a bad bitch. bitch. Oh, she's a bad bitch. She's a bad bitch. B A B I C. She's she's actually from Canada. Oh, that's a deal breaker. What are you talking about? Disqualifier. Yeah, that's a disqualifier. Oh, get the fuck out she's of here. She's a, a socialist. No, it's, that was... <laughs> yeah, she's real nice. <laughs> she's real nice. All right. She's so awesome. Yeah, the, she's the, the best. number one she's thing so I will say about this album is specifically the vocals. Um, right? She is an incredible singer. Not just singer, but screamer as well. Mm-hmm. Her vocal range is, is really impressive, and her. Her scream specifically, I was so impressed how it, it went from screaming to singing mm. seamlessly without sounding like it was two different singers. Yeah, like there's uh, one of my our favorite bands, Silverstein. Sometimes it sounds like it's two singers. Yeah, and because that's Shane, the way his and that's, that's a talent Shane itself. Is, yeah. But to to have it bleed through on a song where it sounds like you're going from it's two different singers or it doesn't sound like two different singers yeah. and have the scream and the sing, very impressive, especially for a female. We're used to it in metal, obviously, but for a female to do it um, as a whole. I did like the album. I won't. I, I it's not on the Coheed level. It's no. You know, it's yes, it was really it's hard to go from Coheed to this, and it almost makes me feel like it wasn't fair to it. But I did like the album. Um, so the first track was obviously an intro. Um, Fortune and Glory lead was a four. Shinebox was a four. All these had like movie and pop culture references, yeah. anime references, big time dork shit. Oh, dude, I love it. Uh, That's why I, I love am, it. Uh, my favorite song on the album was "I'm Tetsuo." Oh, let me get your fucking Shinebox. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was the last 
I love they didn't cut it. Well, they didn't cut it after just the shine box part. He gets pissed. So I am Tetsu. I gave a five. Bastard from a Beast. I gave a four. The Shimmer a three. Nitroglycerin a four. Tears and Rain. Another one that I gave a five. I really, really like that song. Had the best breakdown on the album. I thought. Facts. And her voice sounded the best on this song as well. The next one is Maloko Plus or something. I, I. Some of these are just weird titles. Yeah. Hannah was a great song. I gave that a four. Hannah was awesome. You were right at three. Uh, Ian hates Gretchen at three. Uh, three hundred pages at three. And the last song, my friends, um, you bow to no one at three. That's a Lord of the, the Rings reference very yeah. clearly. Yes. Um, so uh, for the the, for the the music on the album, I don't think was overly, especially compared to Coheed. It's so hard to it's, do. It's it's it, you really can't. To it's be honest, it's good but, music. Yeah, the music facts. is done well. It's nothing otherworldly. It's nothing overly impressive. But I don't think they were trying to do that. There's no real moment where any musician tries showing off in this band. They play their jam. She's really the forefront of the entire every song. Yeah. Her vocals shine through more than anything else. Um, I'm gonna give this one a three and a half out of five. I'll take that. Leaning on it's probably more realistically a four. Yeah. Because I listened to this one first a few times and I really liked it. Then I listened to Coheed. Then I went back and I'm like, what? I don't know if I like this. Well, yeah. I mean, like, it's you're like listen- when you put a donut on a bat, like a, a weighted donut on a wow. baseball bat. Oh, we. Okay. And and not not a donut. It's like, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. You and I, Justin, <laughs> yeah. you both Great, like we both thought the same thing. Yeah. An actual donut. Steak? You can't put like a Boston, you can't put a Boston cream. Donut no, you, on a bat. no, that would be bad. Or a jelly donut. <laughs> yeah. It's like, then you're gonna say you're putting pine tar on the bat. <laughs> pine jelly. Stupid. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna give it a three. And, I'm gonna give Crazy Eighty Eight Burning Alive a three and a half out of five. I think again it was really hard going back and forth. Nah, the contrast listen. to Coheed is really, really hard to do. Now, listen, I totally understand. And the thing that's really, that's really it's more... It's like going from watching a Scorsese movie to an MCU movie. Oh, God. You're just going to piss everyone off. <laughs> no, no, but like the thing is with this... Dude, not cinema. Yeah, not, <laughs> Fuck off. No, so the other thing like that's crazy is that it's 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 indep- it, like, it's like an independent thing. So, like, yeah, there, there, there's no that. label backing. Like I said, they were all YouTubers. It has, like, so a grungy have... kind of sound to the recording yeah. and the production of so, it. So they have... They have they, they finance it themselves. They did everything themselves. And then what they also uh, did a lot of crowdfunding. So I was part of the crowdfunding for this. So my name is in like the, the album somewhere. Um, I Do was you have in, it? In, in the no. They, I, I, yeah. I they didn't like you that much, I guess. They didn't appreciate your efforts. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> my ten dollars doesn't go far. <laughs> All right. So. Um, before we what? get into the movie review, oh. we for- almost forgot about this. Did We're going to we? do this before the picks this week. Oh, we These are? things, okay. yeah. Um, so we'll do the movie we'll next. Uh, before we get into the movie I'll review from last first. week, okay. if you guys are thinking about advertising, you should be calling Lobo Sound. Brrr. If you need a website, call Lobo Sound. Brrr. And that's because Lobo Sound's world-renowned commercial production and website construction in English, Spanish, and Polish have made Lobo Sound a fixture in Chicago radio and digital advertising communities. But Lobo Sound isn't limited to just Chicago. <sighs> Alaska, Atlanta, Toronto, Toledo, Hawaii, New Jersey, New York, Montecito, California. Wherever you are, Lobo Sound has your back. Lobo Sound helps you reach your target market effectively and affordably. Reach who you want to reach, when you want, on all devices and applications. For more information, call Lobo Sound at 630-244-9704. That's 630-244-9704. Or visit them at www.lobosound.com. That's www.lobosound.com. And if you mention you watch, I listen, you will get a 10% 
discount. 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 All right, Taylor, check. take it away, baby. All right, so you gave me The Irishman, um, starring Martin Scorsese's latest, starring uh, De Niro, Pacino, and Joe Pesci. And, and, and let's just keep naming names here: uh, Sebastian Maniscalco, Harvey Keitel, Harvey Keitel, Jim, Jim Norton. Norton. <laughs> uh, a lot of people are uh, in this movie. Most of the cast of The Sopranos. Hey, hey, Ray, Ray Romano. Ray, Ray Romano. Romano who, yeah. Okay. So Taylor. So. Let me start off by saying how much I very much love this movie. Yes, and it is, but it is not. It is not my favorite Scorsese movie. Oh, it's not my favorite Scorsese movie. It's not my movie. favorite Scorsese. Actually, to be honest with you, it's solely at number four. That's where it is uh, for me. Uh, yeah. So, you guys are if wow. For me, yeah. if I, I, I think I told you so, this the other night. My, it's, oh, you go first. Then. Um, my number one is uh, probably Raging Bull, Taxi Driver, King of Comedy. Than this, wow. The Irishman. Uh, having watched it twice now, I'm pretty comfortable with that. Mine's and a little bit different. Mine goes uh, um, Goodfellas, Casino, Endgame. Wait. Oh, shut up! Oh, Endgame. Nice. Boo! Nice. Piss everyone off. Boo! Up. It's not uh, cinema, dude. What are you talking about? Uh, uh, <laughs> Casino, Silence, King of Comedy, and uh, Taxi Driver. Uh, you yeah. just that? Oh, sorry. No, excuse me. I apologize. I said that wrong. Uh, Casino. Whatever I said, Taxi Driver. I forget. I forget how the fuck I did it, but it's number four. Okay, number four. But and the silence is in there too. Um, so silence is I'm fucking. I just think great. he has such a he has such a good catalog. It's tough to <laughs> breach the top we were, five. We were talking about this. Uh, the other I, just, night. I can't say that. Just he has yet, a masterpiece. It's definitely top ten for me. Easily. Classic. Yes. Yeah. No, it's without question yeah, top yeah, ten, yeah. and I think it's um, it's I think it should arguably top five because it's uh, Taylor. It's so, your review. No, please. so, so my, my my only issue, and it's not even that big of a one, is that it just feels a little too long for me. But, I wanted more. But but the, but the, but, the, but the problem. No, it's not really a problem. But the good thing about it is, is that even though for me it, it felt a little too long, there really wasn't any wasted motion. There mm. was, every moment within the it movie. It doesn't drag. No, it it's doesn't long. drag. It's just very long. It's like after a while, it's like all right. Like come on! But it doesn't but ever I feel was, like it's like dragging. Like but, I've watched two and a half hour movies that so, it's like this is dragging. So this yeah. didn't. So kind of like how you know with Burning Alive, you went from that to Correct. keeping secrets, and you're like, ugh, I, I had like a twelve hour workday, and then I watched this. Yeah. So I was just tired and a little sure, grumpy. Sure. So maybe that's attributed to it. That's but, probably part of it. But like I said, there really is no wasted motion. Uh, Scorsese really hits a home run with this movie. Um, there is one thing that I caught that actually made me die, and I told you about it earlier in the week. What was that? Pacino made De Niro laugh, and De Niro wasn't supposed to laugh. <laughs> um, when they're yelling about uh, old man Kennedy. Yeah, like, yeah. He's, he's, he's sick. He had a fucking stroke. He's one man in a fucking grave. He's like a goddamn eggplant. And it, and it, and it flashes to Ray Romano, like, yelling back at him. And you just see De Niro crack a smile. Like, he wasn't, that wasn't script. He wasn't supposed to laugh. And, and see, those, uh, like, yes, that was funny. But those things in The Irishman, it was almost like a retrospective American history, too, from yeah. the Kennedy stuff, showing that, yes, the mafia was involved with getting so, JFK elected yes. to the Bay of Pigs, to Ke- showing Kennedy's assassination, so, uh, all that. So here's here's I was I, I was talking to um, a friend of mine about this, and he's you know he's an old timer like the, the you know the the industry I work in has a lot of old timers sure. around it that were in the area. So one of the main characters is Tony Pro, yeah, Tony a- Pro. A- Anthony Provenzano. It's actually a real guy from New Jersey. Yep. So my, this guy I know was a part of that same Teamsters union before he went into the Navy. So he knew Anthony Provenzano. Anthony Provenzano was from Clifton, New Jersey, and he was actually a customer of a friend of a friend of my family. So yeah, so, it's one of those weird things. Like, and he was amazing as Tony. Dude, Pro. he was great. That, that was the other thing. This movie was cast so perfectly. Like even in the small roles, oh, Ray dude. Romano was fucking awesome. So I, I love when he's talking he's to De Niro and he goes, "So come on, did you do it? Did yeah. you lost him? I mean, you know, I know I didn't steal, but yeah. you know. did you hit anyone on the job?" No, I don't care if you no, do. I, I, I will say way. the um, the aging uh, the de aging 
technology worked very, very well. The only time I had an issue hard. was when he beat up the yeah, grocer because that's when he looked yeah. like an 80 year old well, man. Like I said, it's hard because he actually is, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, he but, is. Um, but. That was such an important scene to the relationship with his daughter, which we're going to talk about that controversy in a little while. Um, Because that was where she first saw like what her father really was, Mm -hmm. and it was that's kind of like the backbone of the story of his character, of Frank Sheeran's character. After this movie, I actually I bought the book. I'm waiting for it to come in. Oh, Um, it's great! I I heard you paint houses. I heard you paint houses. So I'm 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 going to read that next. But this is so this is such an interesting movie. It's so well done by it's right up Scorsese's alley. And I want to I just want to give a shout out. To Jim Norton for doing some of the best, the one, the best Don Rickles impression. Oh, well, ever. that was great. And Dude, he, I don't like Sebastian Maniscalco, but he was great. You know, he was great at Joe Gallo. He was great yeah. at it. Yeah, every and, movie he's in, he's just an Italian yeah, guy. Yeah, he's an Italian. <laughs> he was fine, dude. He was great. That's in what Green he Book. is. He was great. He's, in Green he's Book. Small part dude. Green Book was great. But like when but he goes, you know, as I, an Italian I, guy, yeah, there, goes, I make fun of Jews. I make fun of this. I make fun of Italians. Well, not those Italians. And that was exactly what Rickles said that night at the club. That was lifted from that exact set the night that Joe and Don Rickles are supposed to be at the restaurant with Joe Gallo when he got killed. Yeah. And he bailed at the last that minute. That was, um, the, so uh, Scorsese went on Kimmel, and Kimmel was talking about that scene specifically, and he mentions Jim Norton by name. Oh, Jimmy, like, when they and, told him on the show, they played that clip for him, Jimmy's like, oh my and, god, and, he knows who I am. Yeah, You're in his fucking movie. Yes, yeah, like he said, like, oh, he did such a great job, and then you'll see Jim Norton just go, like, holy shit. He, like, shit. lit up. He's he, like, that's really Sam, fucking cool. Sam Roberts looks at him and goes, Martin Scorsese knows who you are, dude. <laughs> like, but not, listen, this movie is absolutely fantastic. If, okay. Um, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, 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 because we'll talk more obviously yeah. um 10 out of 10 yeah, it, I, it, it can't go I, any lower than a 10 so which uh, i'm going to ask each of you which performance was your favorite of the three leads pesci pesci pacino it was pesci for me because he was so different than his other roles. It wasn't animated or anything. He was very Correct. serious, and like stone cold also, guy. It was also very, very calm, cool, collected. Yeah. That's what the, I like. It was it some people think yeah. you're not showing appreciation, Jimmy. Like yeah. he's it's, talking very monotone. It was the yeah. least Pesci performance from That's Pesci. Why I liked it so much. And I, in that respect, I agree. Yeah. But so I love the movie. From the beginning, but the second Pacino came in, it just provided like a spark. Just the energy was so good. And to see these three guys, specifically Pacino and De Niro, who have really made terrible movie decisions over the last... 20 years. Mm-hmm. Grudge match with Stallone. Righteous kill. Righteous kill. <laughs> Righteous kill was Pacino did Jack and Jill without a sailor. Pacino did Jack and Jill. Oh. What, what, love, what was it? Bad Grandpa? De Niro, De Niro and Zac Efron? Oh. I love, the thing I love about Pacino is that he's always just so Pacino. Yeah. He's always and, yelling. Like, sometimes it works and sometimes <laughs> it doesn't. Bad, and this time it just really, really worked. Like when they asked him when he's walking, this out, is my of union. When he's walking out of the <laughs> he's walking out of his office. Jimmy, what do you think uh, what can you? What do you have to say about the Kennedy assassination? As well, I think that Bobby Kennedy's just a regular lawyer. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I wasn't invited to the funeral. Our friend, our friend Bob went through an Al Pacino phase in middle school. Uh, yeah, yeah. What he does would, that mean? It, it means like he would have. Was he just walking? Like, his mom, wait, wait, wait. Listen, 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 much, his yeah. mom's like doing his laundry in his room, and, he, and Scarface is on in the background. Yeah. And Carlito's way is on. So he took. He, he was encouraging us to go to see 88 Minutes, oh. which is a fucking steaming pile of shit. It was the worst movie we've ever seen in fucking theaters. Thanks, Bob. Yeah, yeah. What a dog shit Dude, movie. Dude, like, yeah, it's fine yeah, to like Pacino, but you got. Gotta remember, but go on. 
everything he's done since like the year 2002, give or take. There's some decent ones. Yeah. HBO films yeah. have been fine. And Sonia. More take than give. Yeah, yeah. What, wasn't, what, wasn't Pacino uh, Joe Paterno? He was a good Paterno. He was actually yeah. pretty good. He had a great, a great Jack Kevorkian on the HBO movie. He was really good in that. That kind of – he had been doing better in the last like five years than De Niro has. De Niro's oh. best performance before this was in Silver Linings Playbook. Yeah, he facts. was great right. in that. Yeah. And outside of that, it's like he just – okay, I'll do this movie. Well, here's the thing. Wait, I, I'll do this. I, I, I didn't even really like like Meet the Parents or Meet the Fockers. I love like, Meet the first I, Meet, the, Meet the Parents is great. I just Meet the never, Fockers is when it starts getting goofy and I slapstick. Just never like it. Just never. But was he's funny analyzed. This was great. I love analyze yeah. this well, and analyze well, that. Wasn't he in Cape Fear? Cape Fear was fantastic. Was that was yeah. uh, he'll he'll get no, when he got nominated for Silver Linings Playbook yeah. and Oscar. That was his first Oscar nomination since Cape Fear. Jesus, he was great in Jackie Brown. Yeah, he was, he great, was great in Jackie Brown. I keep forgetting he's in Jackie Brown. Um, Jesus. So the, my, my favorite scene with Pacino is in the courthouse when they try to assassinate him. He goes, a gun you charge, a knife you run away. Yeah. Jesse Plemons, Todd from oh, Breaking yeah, Bad. He, he was good, good in his role. I, I just yeah. love because I, I watched El Camino and I saw that and you were like, well, he got fat. Yeah. Like, you see, it's the well, same there, fucking person. There were so many Sopranos cast members. Like, Obviously, smaller Sopranos Sh- roles. Charmaine, like, who like still looks great. She's aged wonderfully. Italian women can be very hit or miss with the aging process. Sometimes you wish you had DA. Aging technology for Italian women. <laughs> it's like fucking um, milk. You had Eugene from The Sopranos in a small part. He got fucking fat. Nah, he was big. fucking. He, he was real big. Beansy was the one that was trying to get uh, De Niro yeah. to blow up the uh, the laundry place. Mm-hmm. He oh, died shit, quick. That was, was one that Richie. And then you had, of course, Stevie Van Zandt play, doing the singing. At just, the, just doing, yeah. just doing yeah, this. Just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so stupid. But uh, I agree with you. Um, so the, the thing I like about it compared to, and I love Goodfellas and I love Casino. It it was it was the first time in one of these kind of movies, probably since The Godfather, that there was a humanity around the characters, that there was something beyond just the crime life. In Casino, there's no good guy. Yeah. Like, oh, no. like in Goodfellas, there's no good guy. Like, I, I guess he, Karen is, well, but she got eventually becomes well, a cokehead herself. I was gonna say, like, I was gonna say James Woods, but James Woods is a bigger. Oh, he's the worst in Casino. He's a Lester Diamond. Yeah, yeah, he's a cocksucker. In this one, while they're all this criminal element around them, they they're very deliberate to never show. They they show the one scene with uh, with uh, Pesci coming home and he's covered in blood, but not not committing violence. Hoffa implying violence. De Niro is really the only one. And I think that was such a, a crucial part to the story, to put a humanity around the characters. And I said to you in a text that this movie almost feels like a, a true swan song, because I don't know if Scorsese is going to take on another big project. It's probably uh, his last epic. He's, yeah, really, he's really been yeah. dedicated to a lot of documentaries recently. He did the most recent Bob Dylan one on Netflix, which was fantastic. He's working on one for Netflix now that's about rock through the 70s, yeah. which should be fa- fascinating. I watch that. Um, the, the Bob Dylan one is fucking mm-hmm. awesome. That with, came the, out. with the humanity element, like my favorite one of my favorite parts of the movie is actually after the climax of the movie. It's uh-huh. like the last half hour where yeah. they're really showing like it was in detail. Sad. It was, that made him me sad. Lonely him, yeah. him, him going to shit. I, I said to you too. No, so, yeah. and thinking no, like, about what he's done. I, I think on his the, decision. The part, I haven't the, seen that in a movie done that well. No, like, no the part, I love that part. Super of the movie. morbid. By the way, shout out Action Bronson for the for yeah, the small cameo at the end. That was cool too. Yeah, I love that. Coffins, right? The, where yeah, he's like he's picking out his coffin. He's picking out where he wants to be buried in the mausoleum and shit. Because the grave is such a finality. Where here is like a name. There's a spider hanging right over you, Justin. Um, That's fine. Just, <laughs> grab it. But no, listen. That this movie was great, and I, I so, and Justin, you are right. Like, there. there was that part of it was 
really really morbid but also super well done like he like he's hitting on the, he's hitting on the nurse kind of or whatever sure. he's talking about his uh, his, his daughter or whatever you don't know who I got to say is? too I don't know if you guys I know Dan has seen it I don't know if you guys have seen uh, Once Upon a Time in America I'm um, Oh yeah of course it, it it took a lot of inspiration from yeah, that for I sure. tell Yeah for sure for um, sure and I, I think it, it's kind of hard to make a movie like this without not taking inspiration yeah. from films like that mm-hmm. I mean there was elements of every one of his mob epics from his very first in Mean Streets which is a classic to yep. Goodfellas, the casino, the the Goodfellas. I mean, the the, the single shots were very Goodfellas ish. There was the same thing in Casino. It's really hard to make one of these movies without having that kind of inspiration from sure. it. And go, but now before we do our picks um, for this week, I really want to quick mention the the controversy around the Irishman. Now, yeah. So explain this to me. Um, people are very upset about one actor's um, actress. Her specific role in the film. Well, we're we're calling everyone actors now. I I'm not. I'm okay. going to say actress okay. because it's actor or female actor. I guess is what it is. Yeah. I think that's what it is. The Oscar best female best uh, acting by a female performer or whatever. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. Just using more words. So yeah, people are very no very reason. People are very very upset about Anna Paquin's role in the film. Now Anna Paquin herself, who is the youngest Oscar winner of all time. It's a terrible last name. Um, she she sucks. She hasn't <laughs> been good. She hasn't been good since the piano. Um, piano. that's what she won for when she was like. 13 years old. Oh. Um, so they're upset because she only has seven speaking lines. That's the fucking point of her character. Yeah. To show the fracture between her father, a father and a daughter. That, that grocery scene specifically. There was more performance in her not saying anything and just her body language in her small part than any seven more lines of dialogue would have done. So here's my question. The brilliance of the director. To yeah, to, to exactly. Convey, to convey what you want to say through silence and through... Absolutely. So yeah. who's so who's who's in all, who's in like who's all, all up in the in the uproar about this? The, the, are, are they the, people? The, the social media world and okay. they're making an issue of so it. And then Ada Packman not, even responded to it herself. Not her. No, she said that like no. Then this is was the point. Like I was honored story. to be a part of this. Dude, even when, it's like, part of the story. Tarantino got shit on for the Margot Robbie having uh, no lines. Yeah, like, right. Almost yeah. half the guys' movies are with a female lead. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, they Brown, say, and then the other girls. line for Tarantino is that oh, he loves Death violence towards women. Food. Jackie Brown, she doesn't have to commit violence. She's <laughs> smart. She kicks ass. Kill Bill. To both of them. Yeah. yeah. They, she fucking dominates everyone. In Glorious Bastards, a woman gets the final fucking yep. laugh. Like, just they're just Even Death Proof. Death Proof. No one yeah. wants to watch yeah, that. Yeah, but, but, but still, still you get the at idea. the same time. So, like, so this is a brouhaha for no fucking reason. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. just because, like, that's what they see. They have to be angry about it. Now, did you see Fine, that like, terrible like, Fantastic Four movie that uh, Michael B. Jordan was in? Yeah. Well, Michael B. Jordan was the was the, the human torch. Okay, so the director of that film, he he watched The Irishman. He had some tweets about it. Did he? <laughs> Watching The Irishman. The first five minutes have more humanity and truth and cinematic intrigue than the running length of any single Marvel movie combined. Ha ha. Uh-huh. Sorry, facts. P.S. P.S. Not sorry. That's awesome. <laughs> what a dickhead. That's awesome. Uh, I, I thought that was funny, especially considering he made that Fantastic Four. Trash. Did anyone actually watch? I know you were excited for it when I it was didn't first. Even watch it. I know because you were like, oh, maybe not. Yeah. Yeah, and with a good cast too, they right. fucked it up. Mm-hmm. That 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 uh, that Miles kid from uh, Whiplash was. Yeah, he's great. Uh, Miles Teller. Yeah. Miles Teller. He's he's a great actor. Great actor. I like the one with him and Jonah Hill. Uh, was it War Dogs? War Dogs was pretty yeah. good. War Dogs was fun, War dude. Do- yeah. That was a fun movie. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. uh, why not, before we do our picks for this week, give a shout out to the Alcoholic Overweight Podcast. Oh, do we? Okay. <laughs> Sorry. So. Alcoholic Overweight uh, Father of One Podcast. <laughs> That's a good name for a podcast. <laughs> I want to listen to it now. 
<laughs> so guess what, bros and broads? Fudge and Finn's hashtag Shots for Legs podcast is bringing video into the mix. Not only can you continue to listen on iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher, you will now be able to watch them stream their episodes every Saturday night after 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's my gimmick. Fuck I know. you. That's why I did it. Your favorite booze-consuming podcast will be discussing sports, video games, and embarrassing drunken stories, streaming on Twitch, YouTube, and Mixer. Go to the links that I will read aloud to you right now and enjoy the assholery. Twitch.tv slash Shots for Likes Podcast. Mixer.com slash Shots for Likes. Or visit ShotsForLikesPodcast.com and click on the YouTube icon up top at the top of the page to watch it on YouTube. Drink with us. And as always, don't be cunts. All right, guys. All Josh, right. You, gotta, you should start incorporating the Funkmaster Flex bomb. <laughs> 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 All right. So, um, do you want me to go first with the pick? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm gonna. I asked you about this movie earlier. Um, I'm, I'm gonna and stick and he, with. He's gonna yell at me for I'm it. I'm gonna too. stick with uh, my A24 films. Is uh, this one of the ones that I told you to watch weeks yeah, ago? You yeah. fuck. Uh, I'm gonna give you. <laughs> I told you. I'm gonna give you Ex Machina. I told uh, you. To, all right, go ahead. <laughs> Justin, Justin, watch this. Why don't you tell? Why don't you, uh, as no, our guest? No, 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 no. I want you to tell no, him about I, Ex listen, Machina. Give him the general the, listen, gist of the film. It's not that I don't want to watch these movies. It's because I'm fucking busy right now. It's not. You, I want to watch him. these movies. I love these A20. I can't talk. I watched Tombstone this weekend too. All right, uh, this guy wins a contest, I believe. Yeah. He goes away to this. Uh, he's like a very ge- like a genius. He's a CEO science, of a CEO, technology, technology company. driven company, okay. an AI company, yeah. kind of. Yeah. It's just advancing robotics and things like that. It's off in some desolate area. He gets like helicoptered in, and he basically he wants to run a test on a certain type, a new prototype. Uh, and it's uh, Oscar Isaac and yep. uh, the guy that plays Hux in uh, the new Star Wars movies, General Hux. From the First Order? From that the guy? First Order, yeah. yeah. And it, okay. it goes in like phases of him like uh, interacting with these female robots. Yeah. And, and basically it, like his the, reaction Running to the it. Turing test to see if, uh, Does he fuck if, a brilliant if AI can actually develop uh, a humanity te- um, intelligence more or less. Yes. And it, it's, it's almost like a Terminator kind of story about the dangers of mm-hmm. um, AI becoming self-aware. Yeah. But it's I a robot... But it's not bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, I love this movie. Um, there's only four people in it. It's like a really yeah. small okay. cast. Cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. Very intimate setting. This is from the same guy that directed Annihilation, which I also fucking love. Yeah, I like that. Annihilation. Annihilation was great. Annihilation was fun. Uh, really cool sci-fi movie. This is actually one of Joe Rogan's favorite films. I love Joe um, Rogan. Yeah, Joe so Rogan hypes it up regularly. Yeah. It. So Ex Machina is the pick okay. for this week. So for this week's uh, album, I have had a hard time because I... He gave you the Coheed album, and I yeah. I was listening to the newest Coheed album on the way up here, and I wanted to give that to you, but I don't want to give you two Coheed back-to-back. Okay. So this album I'm going to give you is Attack Attacks, Someday Came Suddenly. This album, you guys have no idea what the fuck I'm talking Sunday about. Someday Came Suddenly? Someday. Some Someday. Came Suddenly. This I is... Came Suddenly. So when, <laughs> when you see the memes... Of like make crab core great again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like the guy in the four point stance with the guitar between his sure. fucking. That's you're just, you're literally the worst. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so that's that's where this is coming from. It's stick stickly. This is the um, stick stickly for. I remember Nickelodeon. He was uh yeah teen, he was Nickelodeon like right when you got home from school. Yeah, so I used to write to him. I never got a letter back. Fuck asshole. Yeah, it's also the best. It's also the best song on the album. Stick okay. stickly. Um, or the people's elbow. So the, so on top of that, um, this is the first uh the first iteration of Austin Carl within the scene. He was the original lead singer then he left after this album. And this is also a 15-year-old Caleb Shumma from Beartooth. Mm. So this is actually uh, it's not that. It's it's a really really good album. And you could tell where the influences come from. Okay. You could just see how dated it is. You could see how I like it, 
like dated things. It has such a cult following. Okay. Because in retrospect, it shouldn't be great. But okay, it is. I got it. I, get, I think I get what you're saying. You know saying. what I mean? All right. So. Cool. All right, attack, so attack, someday came suddenly. And the film is Ex Machina. Okay, uh, I got some stuff this week. Actually, I have something uh, interactive first. Yay. Um, so this week is the anniversary, the 25-year anniversary of the PlayStation 1. Okay. Believe it or not. Oh, nice. So I actually have here the top 30 selling games on PS1. And okay. I want to see how many of these ones that you guys can actually guess off the top of your head. Okay. Okay. So name... No, 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 don't cheat, cocksucker. I'll fuck your ass. Um, <laughs> as long as you ask nicely, you yeah, made no, me think No, I it. said I'm gonna. <laughs> you have to ask first. All right. So give me a couple of titles you think will be on these, Twist, and I'll tell you if they're there. Twisted Metal. Which Two, Twisted Metal? Uh, the first one. The first one? Yeah. Two, and, probably. And then, uh, Or Twisted Metal Black, maybe? That's <laughs> PS2. PS2. Oh, PS2, sorry. I want to say the first Spyro. His first Spyro's on okay. there. Spyro at 17, uh, selling 4.8 million copies. What about Final Fantasy 7? Final oh, Fantasy yeah, 7. Let's that's see. A, that's a good Let me one. just read them to you. Final no, Fantasy 7 is number two with 9.8 million can I, copies. Can I guess number one? Sure. Uh, Crash Bandicoot 2. No. <laughs> Not even close. Crash Bandicoot 2. Tony Hawk 1, no. Pro Skater 1. All right, I'm going to start from number 30 and read these to you. Yeah, sure. Okay. Oh, fine, good. Number 30. being interactive. Number 30 is Driver 2. Driver was driver. great. Dude. Driver was one of the first like true open like the GTA mole. That was a huge game when it came out. You just couldn't get out. Yeah, you couldn't get out of the car, but you got chased by the fucking cops. You would get chased by the cops for speeding in that game. I remember. Yeah, you didn't stop at a stoplight, bro. All right, number twenty nine, Croc. Legend of the Gobos, selling 3 million copies. Number 28, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, 3.1 million. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 was the best one. I love the first one the most still. I, I love the second one, and I love Tony Hawk's one, Underground. One had the best soundtrack I've ever seen on a video game. Well, <laughs> because of Tony Hawk, I got into the band Goldfinger, man. There you go. Uh, number 27, The Original Driver. Driver's uh, still great. Selling 3.2 million. Yeah. Spyro, Year of the Dragon, at number 26. That's the first one. This is a weird one. Yeah. 25, one. Frogger. Frogger's like, still great, dude. I know, but like it's just weird that we were making these incredible advances in video games, and motherfuckers like, yo, Frogger. let's play Frogger. Yeah. All right, number 24, Spyro 2. Uh, number 23, a personal favorite of mine, Resident Evil 3 Nemesis, with 3.5 million copies. That was, that was a huge game. I remember playing that, staying at my friend's house. I told Manfro about this last week. We, me and my friend, we stayed up from Friday to Sunday morning playing this game just to beat it, I and did we, didn't, with, we didn't sleep at I all. I did that with Gears of War 3 when it came out. And Resident Evil was even harder than that shit. Yeah, it was <laughs> fucking not All right, not uh, easy. number 22, the original Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, which I had on N64. I didn't have it on PlayStation. Mm. All right, here's a good one. I bet you haven't thought about this game in a long time. Oddworld, Abe's Odyssey. Dude, do you remember, remember that shit? That. Yeah, I, yeah. I played I played Munch's Odyssey, which yeah, was the yeah. one on Xbox. That was the one I played. That right. was fucking great. Number 20, Rayman. <laughs> I never played the first one. Rayman 2, The Great Escape, is amazing. Okay, there's some weird games on here, dude. Rayman Legends Number 19, Dragon Quest 7. Uh, 4.1 million copies. Wait, what about... Wait, can I guess one, maybe, if sure. it's on the list? Panzer Dragoon Saga might be on there. I what is think. it? Pa Panzer, Panzer Dragoon Saga, which is... No, sir. Which is actually... that's It's the rarest video if, game. If, if Final Fantasy VII is number two, I can't imagine what okay, number one we'll is. We'll get there. So, number 18, Tomb Raider, The Last Revelation, 4.7 million. Number 17, the original Spyro the Dragon. Is Crash Team Racing on CTR? two or one? <laughs> no, it was on, it was on one. No, it was uh, on two. Number no, six... Two, right? number six 16, Resident Evil 2. Uh, number 15, Final Fantasy 9. Can I just say something? Yeah. My dad, being the asshole that he was, <laughs> he bought me and my brother a PlayStation 1, like when the 2 came out. <laughs> Fucking well, you're like, what is this shit? We got it for Christmas. Oh, it's a PlayStation. Oh, but it's it not the second one. 
in my face instantly. And he gave like, you some sugar free candy canes. Be grateful. Be grateful. Be grateful. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Knowing, knowing so, who his dad is, that makes it even funnier. And and one this more thing, he's gonna get you a three sixty. One more thing, he didn't even get like the original Molly. Got the mini. Like, the <laughs> one mini. Great. All right, but go ahead. All right. Still uh, angry about it. Number Still number angry about it. Oh, man. Dude, I just picture you opening your gift. He's like all excited. Oh, he's gonna love his PlayStation. PlayStation One? What the fuck? All my friends like shamed me. They all had two. You had to like lie about it. You're like you just drew a yeah. two on it. Be like, look. Yeah. All right. Number fifteen was Final Fantasy Nine. Number fourteen, Crash Bandicoot Two. Cortex Strikes Back. Number thirteen, Crash Bandicoot Warped. Uh, People yeah, love those good. Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, they are good. They were fun for sure. Yeah, yeah. Number twelve. Justin's dad bought him a PS One. Number number twelve is Tekken Two. Oh, number Tekken eleven is Tomb Raider Three. <coughs> number ten. This is up your alley, Josh. Metal Gear Solid, the original. Mm-hmm. Um, number nine, Tomb Raider Two. Number eight, Crash Bandicoot. Uh, Number seven, Final Fantasy VIII. Number six, the original Tomb Raider. And now we're in the top five. All right. Number five, all time on PlayStation 1. Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone with 8 million copies. What? Uh, Whatever. (laughs) That was PS1? Yeah, it was. Number four, Tekken 3 with 8.3 million. Stupid. You have to hide behind bookcases. (laughs) Yeah. Stupid game. Yeah, at least you had a PlayStation 1 to play it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, number two, or number, uh, what were we on? Number three, I think. Gran Turismo 2. Great racing game. With 9.3 million. Number two, Final Fantasy 7, 9.8 million. And number one, PlayStation 1 game of all time. <laughs> Gran Turismo with 10.8 million copies. It's pretty. There were some games on there when I was looking at the top 100 games. There were like three games on there. Are just uh, derby games like horse derby. You just sit there and you pick a horse and you have to like press a button to make him go around. That's awesome. Uh, this shit was probably huge that, in probably. Japan. Yeah, yeah. I, bet, I bet on that. I was too. shocked that Parappa the Rapper wasn't higher. Like that was a huge game when that shit came out. I wasn't really a PlayStation One guy, or I was more PS Two. I was. I've always been an Xbox guy my whole life, but all my friends always had PS Two. I played. Well, you the were an shit. Xbox guy your whole life because that shit didn't come out until like, I played the shit at a, I played the shit out of Dynasty Warriors on PS Two. Oh, the original all Dynasty Warriors. Warriors were Great. So much fun. Hold on, wait, Justin, you'll, you'll you'll enjoy this. I used to play it all the time at Mike Felsetta's house. Oh, fuck him, dude. <laughs> so why why don't you like him? Uh, yeah, so just say it. I'll say it on the show. It doesn't matter. Yeah, fuck so him. He doesn't listen. We played a game of, uh, of Madden. Jackowitz. I, I was a like, reputation. I was pretty good at Madden. <coughs> so he like challenged me to a game online. Okay. Like, Twenty bucks. So I beat him. Okay. And uh, he's like, right after I won, he's like, I'm not paying you. <laughs> yeah, so I remember this. Thing. We had uh, we had the lockers. We had the In lockers without locks on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like two lockers down from me. So my revenge was uh, I went in his locker and I took two of his most expensive books out of his book out of his locker. <laughs> I threw them over a bridge by my house. <laughs> so was it the same bridge that Carl Jackowitz's dad jumped off of? Uh, no, that the height the height wouldn't have killed him. This is bad. So he had to pay yeah. for those books then too, he, probably uh, at the end. Yeah, oh, he, he paid up. Dude, I remember that happening. That was yeah. One of the he was like a wrestler. Thing. Like I couldn't physically do anything to him. I mean, you could have. You could have stabbed him. I took a, yeah, a weapon into school. Whoa, but, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Well, listen, no, we're fine. Yeah, now, you're the kind of guy that would do that though. Like you're the look <laughs> oh, of an incel. I thought, I thought you feel like no, I couldn't I, say anything. No, I know. No, no, you're good. No, like you look like like back then you probably were an incel. Well, I dude, no, you were. When I told you about incels and you didn't know what they were, it's insult. 
though, right? It's There's incel. not two L's. In, in cell. No, in no. Cell. It's, it's, it's in cell. It's I N C E L. In cell. Because you're like locked in a cell. You're so secluded from virginity collusion. Um, Are you stop talking about collusion? I didn't realize it was like I didn't realize it was a term for it. Yeah, it's like, Justin. Then, when you yeah. found out, it was Dude, like you, you, had, you had an epiphany, and like, then you went down oh, like a rabbit hole. Oh, this guy's a thing. You went, this you went person down a, I know is an insult. You went down a rabbit hole of it too. Oh, yeah, I love when it. you read about it, you're like, I know some of these guys. <laughs> yeah, some of them are my friends. And I like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> some of them were you until your some girlfriend. Of, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't an insult. <laughs> No, I like uh, I'm gonna cry qua- I like qua- yeah. <laughs> This is worse than those could be all gay. I like You're gonna ask for a pet of sock, I'm gonna bring you a fucking Samsung. Uh, I like the Quaz's line, Volcel. I'm voluntarily celibate. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, I'm Volcel, dude. Remember, uh, remember how great the group uh, chat was before fucking Ralph was in it? <laughs> Ralph just comes in and ruins everything. It was good the other night. We were talking about something stupid. I forgot. Well, well, wait, wait, that's such a general That's thing. normal. What were we talking about the other night that was stupid? Was Every it, night. What night was it good? Every it night. was good. Remember was we all yelled at each other? Night. It was good like a week ago. No, because no, the other night it was we, solid. We all yelled at Bob one night because he's like, I only like Owner Rigby. Fuck you, dude. Well, no, yeah. well, I was yelling at him about Watchmen because oh, I yeah, got to read the book first. No, you don't. Yeah, no, no, yeah you, you were. Don't. You were yelling. Yeah, yeah that's facts. You fact. don't you have are. to. Having read the book, you don't. No. Josh, you read the book, you, you don't. don't. Yeah. It explains it. If you read the book, yeah, you, you, sure, it helps. It, Wait. It's fun. It's like you, yeah. you pick up on the Yeah, you pick up on things. There's been things I picked up on that the landlord didn't watching it, but the show is so good. It's so good. How has it gotten? I haven't, I haven't watched it yet because I'm like Every I'm watching single week. Like I said, I got uh, I got the morning show, The Mandalorian, and For All Mankind. I'm really like enthralled with right yeah, now. Yeah, so I, I, I want to wanna... start the the M Night Shyamalan one that's on which, Apple TV, which looks well, pretty cool. Which uh, I heard good things so far. Do you have Apple have TV? Have you watched Plus, it, Josh? No, I don't. Okay, you have to get it. What were you gonna it's, say? You it's got Rupert Grint in it. Okay, I saw that. I saw oh, that. Oh, dude, Ron, Ron, Ron Weasley. You know in what it? the highlight of Sunday's episode was? Well, the fart. The fart. The fart was so fart ruled, dude. He's just sitting there. Do you have anything else to say? And Jeremy Irons just, just rips ass. In the middle of a courtroom, he just beefs. Is it like, oh, Will, beef. is it like Willem Dafoe in the lighthouse? No, that was like... Uh, Willem the beef. No, Willem the no, beef. No, it was like, what's his name? Hector Salamanca when he shit in the <laughs> yeah, DNA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he just fucking dutied himself. He told Bad. him to suck his dick. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, uh, a couple of things. Uh, trailer came out for... We'll talk about MCU for a second. Black Widow trailer. Yes. With ScarJo and Florence Pugh from uh, Midsummer. Actually, She's in I'm, that? I'm kind of intrigued by it because I got a crush on her. there's I no. Like her. You, you didn't there, watch it, right? You I didn't watch the trailer. Yeah, I didn't it. watch it either. Yeah, um, the thing she's I in, so she's in that. Yeah, she's oh, in it. She yeah. plays um Natasha Romanoff's sister or trained sister. I don't know if they're birth sisters, whatever. Imagine. Um, Sign me but up. it doesn't look like there's like a true superhero element because it looks like it's just about the training and everything. It looks like, like a better version. Of there's Red no Sparrow. like superpowers from what I saw entirely. It looks like an espionage film, which is one of the reasons I like Winter Soldier so much because it plays like a James Bond movie. Yes. That's kind of like its whole layout. It's yeah. like a James Bond kind of story, and that's why it's my favorite in the MCU. You still. And the James Bond trailer was good too. Yes, that looked awesome surprised, today. Surprised at how much I liked it. I, I'm not surprised because I liked I the trailer know. for Spectre and I didn't love the movie. It was okay. It wasn't great. Skyfall was incredible. One Cine of the Royale, best Bond great. films. Uh, and Quantum of Solace was, the trailer was great. Movie was eh. Right. Quantum of Solace eh. might have the worst Bond villain ever. Water. 
<laughs> like he's into plants. Like come, come on, dude. And although yeah, the media mogul one, which was Tomorrow Never Dies, I think the guy on the newspaper and he gets killed on the newspaper. Is that the one where he surfs on the invisible? No, that's Die Another Day. That's a really bad one. That Some of them are so bad that they're fun. Like Pierce Can't. only has one good one. Well, it's that's Goldeneye. Yeah, that's facts. the only good one. It's also the, one of the and best FPS. Quantum of Solace game. villain was like uh, Quantum of Solace. Like it was, they, a, it was a plant guy. Yeah. He, what was it? He uh, he had I a. Think, a yeah, I think he, I it was about that. water and something with a plant. It was. It's so forgettable. And I've seen it several times. He's like the dude in uh, if you if you had a Game Boy, like you choose you choose Bulbasaur first. <laughs> like the only kid that oh, would yeah, do that. Yeah, you so, that. pick Charizard. Grow pick up. Charizard. Grow yeah. up. Yeah. Um. So I'm excited about it. I liked Spectre until the last like 30 minutes of it, and then they just made it goofy. Yeah. They took this iconic villain, and it was just a revenge film. I was like, come on. It's just it, it was so hard because Javier Bardem was just so. Well, yeah. He that was one of the best Bond villains ever. Ever. Yeah. Oh. Facts. Ever. He teased like his sexuality and everything. I'm like it was such an well, interesting. I, I love the shit. But Craig is great. In I, all of them. No, Daniel Craig's a great. Bond. I love the shit with his with his his face is fucked up. When he takes he his teeth it, out, I and love that. Dude. It was it great. Was so cool. So I'm hoping with this one and Daniel Craig's last Bond film, they get it right in the last one. And Crystal Waltz is in the trailer returning. Rami Malek as the villain should be fucking awesome. Just I'm don't not, throw any SJW stuff at me, please. Well, no social justice say, warrior I mean, stuff. I'm I'm not watching any of the, these films until a female is the lead. Oh, so. shut up! A female, a black female is 007. It has to be that. <laughs> What's the sexuality of the black woman? Oh, she has to it's be it's unidentified. No, she's somewhat no, yeah, or ooh, just, she's cisgender. Did you, hold on, yeah, no, yeah, did you assume her fucking gender? <laughs> did you assume, assume her gender? You assumed her fucking That's gender. Um, you, okay, so you want someone that will, has transitioned to a woman more or she less? Just have many lines. Many lines. <laughs> no more. No less than seven. She has to kick yeah. all the ass. She has to kick all the ass. Eat it too. It's not a big enough spoon. Eat all that ass. So Josh brought something to my attention and Taylor's attention the other night. Group chat, uh, the Peloton, you know, that exercise oh, bike God. thing, yeah, the one with the screen in the front, yeah. So, so it's like I, you do, you I do, work, you do workout classes, like I it's a great, it's a great that. idea because for people that can't get motivated without like a class, it, they do literal live classes where you, it's trainer there with, with the class with them and they walk you through it and everything. Okay. So, they released a commercial this week. I guess this week, within the last yeah, week, right, it's like yeah. a thirty-second commercial about some got girl who gets a Peloton from her husband for Christmas, and it chronicles her one-year journey. And this chick, I remember when I first saw the commercial, I'm like, "Oh, she's cute." Don't think she needs to lose weight, but whatever. Mm-hmm. And I guess they're t- it, over a year is this commercial. She goes from 116 pounds to 112 pounds. Sick. And people are Sick. outraged. My, yeah, it's my weight loss journey, dog. Outrat. Outraged. No. Outragged. Outragged. Um, yeah. She. <laughs> never mind. I, mean, I <laughs> yeah, was going easy. somewhere. Um, so they're outraged because they said it's uh it's not fair because she didn't need to lose weight. First argument to this is that okay, that's like your maybe opinion, she didn't need man. to lose weight, but there is such a thing as being healthier. Like you know, well, I'll tell you right now. I mean, I'm not. You're not overweight. I'm not overweight, but I feel like shit. Every day. Like <laughs> I need to, I need to go to the gym. Yeah, so exactly. My Four diet pounds stinks. for you might make it. <laughs> your diet has stunk since the day I met you yeah, over twenty like, years I've ago. I've never seen you eat anything with green in it. Not enough. <laughs> Actually, no, I have. And I've seen shows. you eat plenty of Wendy's burgers, but I've seen you take the lettuce off. <laughs> That's why I'm in the. I'm in there longer than I need to be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it's true. I mean, but, but like you're you, not just like you don't just need it because you're it fat. It's a, it's a health thing in yeah, general. Yeah. So the, there's another side of this that says everyone tells you you can't fat shame, you can't fat shame. But we have no problem with skinny shaming people. Yeah, have no problem fat shaming the fat fuck in the room. Well, two of them. He compared him compared. <laughs> no to me. one here is fat. Uh, 
Justin. <laughs> I got really quiet. Justin, you knew me. <laughs> well, I shouldn't have said anything, though. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't have. No, but you know what I'm saying? Like, they, yeah, they no, are right, right, right. sensitive society. Yeah. Don't fat shame. Don't fat shame. Well, but no one mentions what skinny well, shaming is. Well, that makes good, like, oh, you need to eat something. You got to eat something. We're Italian. We're so, used to that. Have right. some more. So, got to get some meat on your bones. So let me give you a perfect example. I don't know if anyone's familiar with Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura. Sure. So it was a couple years ago. They did a who could lose a, like who could lose the weight, yeah. right? Who could lose more weight? Both ended up losing a lot of like a significant amount of weight. Bert got fat, got skinny, got fat again. Thomas kept well, the weight alcoholic. off. But yeah, he's a big alcoholic. But the big problem was was that Bert said he lost the weight because his friends fat shamed the shit out of him, and it gave him the motivation for them to stop talking shit. Yeah, Turns you need out, more fat shaming. People will be less fat if you shame them more. Yeah, it's listen. It's not a big deal. It'll I, listen, you. I I understand. I know where I'm at. I'm I gonna, know. I know. I'm more. I'm, listen. Okay. So when I went when I was going to the doctor and I was getting all my shit checked out, apparently there's he said shit's fucked. Apparently, I should be. That shit is gross. So, it should be more like yeah, sure. So there's like obese, like like really obese, morbid obese, and then there's something above that, which is where I'm in, which is you're above that. Yes, I'm. He's in the if you like you're going by atmospheres, like yeah. he's just when you lose gravity. I, I'm, listen, I, yes, I, I am. A, I am the human equivalent of the troposphere. Yeah, so he's the apex of the vortex hold on. of obesity. <laughs> My second favorite civil engineer. Yeah, no, dude. so so the doctor looks at me and goes, "Yeah, you've fallen into this bracket." And I look at him. I go, "No, I don't." You're in the top and one goes, percentile. And he goes, "No." He goes, "Well, how tall are you?" I go, "I'm six one." I go, "You're a doctor. You should fucking know that. You took all my vitals and shit." And he goes, how? "He goes, well, you what do you weigh? Uh, three. Well, so he weighed me in at three seventy five, right?" And he looks at me and he goes, "Dude, you should be easy two twenty right now." I go, "Nothing what easy if, about two twenty." What, if, right what if I did this? Don't. I'm gonna pose something for both you and Josh. You each have to lose a certain amount of weight before my prospective wedding, which is 2021, realistically. 2021? You have over a year. All right. Josh, you want to do it? Yeah, I do. I, I, um, Josh has I, to lose 10. You have to lose 110. That's fucking <laughs> bullshit. So you, have to get, you have to get fitted for the suit now and then wear it. So you're just wearing, like, baggy-ass suits and new skin and everything. <laughs> no, that'd be so funny. He's coming up like an no. MC Hammer pants. You know, but I don't want to talk too much about it, but the wake-up call for you should have been when you he wanted to order this. Uh, we we all saw the lighthouse. We loved it. Yeah, yeah. He wanted to order the lighthouse shirt. The same one you like, got. I can't order because they don't have, like, a triple X in the size. That should have been the wake-up. So I been thought it. the wake-up call should have been when he thought he was having a heart attack from eating a box of dots too fast. <laughs> that was the second time. The second fake heart attack. The first, the first time was at, was at Waller's house when we were playing. Yeah, you almost now, died. Now, Justin, you've known, you've known Taylor longer than Josh or myself. Yeah. Um, do you have any other of his habits you like to critique? Because I can think of one that he's like indulging in a little too much right now. Jerking off? But no, that's I mean, that's fine. I help oh, you him mean sometimes. it's a, a weight related? <laughs> no, or anything. Just, just uh, it's something he indulges in too much. Oh, you're buying a lot of Funkos. <laughs> and what but, else is he spent putting a lot of money on? Come oh, on, uh, is gambling? He, yeah. What, what do you think yeah. about Taylor's gambling practices? I mean, I listen. I can't. I can't say anything because I do it. All, I, I'm bad too. So. <laughs> but all you do is yell at me because all Bob, I usually win. <laughs> he usually loses yeah. every week. So, me, so me and him have. So me, him, and Bob have Me, him, and Bob. So, yeah, yeah. Like, so I, I take the Vikings plus eight and a half in my teaser, right? And the next thing you know, so they covered those seven. Thank God. And then. Uh, he, he sends me the screenshot of a FanDuel thing, and he goes, dude, I'm fucked up. And he puts X, I don't want to say, I don't want to say how much. No, it doesn't matter. So he, he puts $500 on the Broncos money line on the live thing, yeah. and, then, and, then they, and, and then they win. Yeah. yeah. I go, dude. So how much did you win? 
no, seven hundred. Yeah. Okay, you want you so, so, so you no, want so two hundred bucks. Yeah. He profited two hundred. Yeah. But uh, you bet them when they were up seventeen three, which is bad. <laughs> right. They, they should have probably lost. But listen, so every week, <laughs> me, Bob, specifically me, you, and Bob go. All right, we're sending our picks every Sunday morning from like. 9 a.m. to 11.30, 12, we're all sending picks. What do we like? What do we yeah, like? Yeah. Justin sends his picks and goes, do this. It works. Bob and I don't listen. <laughs> Why ever. do you ask me if you're not going to listen? <laughs> I don't well, even ship it half the time. Like, what's the point? <laughs> no. So well, sometimes we'll end up shipping our bets. I actually, uh, me and Bob got lucky this past week with the Vikings covering. Thank yeah. fucking God. Um, but most of the time, Justin just screams, just fucking listen. Or like when Justin. Why don't you try listening to him once and see what happens? So I'm actually happy he's here. So this coming Sunday, because we're actually hanging out on Sunday. We're yeah, going to Bob's. Yeah. So, I'm going there tomorrow. So I, I, I'm on call tomorrow night, so I can't. Uh, so, I, sen- uh, so send your. I shouldn't come. You should. My team's playing tomorrow. So, no, don't oh, do it. Oh, yes, please. I, I've never so, gotten to see it in action. So, so I, I have. It's amazing. I so need send. To. Can you please come? Give me your picks. I will do... Exactly as you say, I will ride and die with your picks this week. Even right, your dollar that's amount. That's a deal. I will we do it. it. I will right. guarantee. I, I will do it. I'll do the right. dollar amount. So really quick, I need to get back to this Peloton thing because it's, it's hilarious. No, no, I went off track too. I, I also, I I also know someone who has a Peloton, and Dude, it's hilarious. They're, they're, they're a great idea. But I, I said in the group chat with Josh and Taylor the other day that I'm like, oh, they did this on purpose. They, they knew that this would get people outraged because everyone was looking up Peloton at that point because they were pissed off about Honestly, it. Honestly, if that's... The reason they did it, go for that. It's part of the reason, for sure. Because, I said, like, how many exercise equipment companies can you name besides Peloton? Bowflex. Bingo. Bowflex. Yeah, and you don't see them around People anymore. People are going to boycott the thing just because it's... Uh, well, that's what they're the trying to gym, do. Total Gym because of uh, Chuck Norris and Christy Brinkley. No, it's going to be fine because people are going to be like, oh, maybe I should do this. It's Oh, it's live classes. Maybe that'll help. Part well, of that was definitely intentional. I, I refuse to believe otherwise because you had to know. You have these focus groups and these ad marketing specialists. They do it on purpose. No, a thousand percent. Cancel well, culture trying to, well, listen, trying to cancel a it's, fucking well, exercise bike. They're trying to cancel people from losing weight. Like, it's so dumb. But listen... This, their ad worked perfectly because yeah, what are we doing right now? We're talking about it. We're t- when have we ever talked about exercise on Pe- here? Pel- Peloton, Peloton is going to go through the fucking roof, especially around this time. Everyone fucking wants one. Where's yeah, it's going to be a hot Christmas right for gift the for yeah. sure. It's going to be but like, huge. But like the idea that like, oh, it's unrealistic because she was already skinny. I said the most That's unrealistic, unrealistic. most unrealistic part of it is that a man bought workout equipment for his wife and she didn't instantly go, are you calling me fat? Like, yeah, that's facts, the most realistic facts. thing. Yeah. You don't ever get your woman exercise equipment well, or something for the kitchen or a vacuum. You, okay. They should know to be doing those latter two <laughs> you, things anyway. You buy exercise equipment for your significant other only if they specifically ask for it by name. Yeah, exactly. They say, that's I really it. want this. You don't ever just say, surprise, bitch. You gotta lose those love handles. Yeah, facts. Um, so I saw something that they're going to be making a new Planet of the Apes. Wait, 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 wait. It's unrelated. It, it, it's so it's, a new I was literally about to ask. It's, it's uh, not. It's, it's from the guy unrelated. that did the Maze Runner movies. Th- so, I'm those, out. those. I'm out. Shark Tank. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> those, those, those aesthetically look nice and are dog shit. Yeah, I'm dog sure. Dog shit. Sure they, they look, look nice. Great. That's about it. I, I don't know anyone that ever actually like sat through them. I've caught them on like TV randomly. And, Apparently like, the looks, books are good. Well, they tried to capture in the Hunger Games phenomenon. Hunger Games, Harry Potter. They're all trying to do the yeah, same shit that Harry Potter. I'm only did. seeing it if Mark Wahlberg's cast. <laughs> Oh, God. That was I think so we just found a Transformer. Uh, 
was good. Actually. But do they like? We just had a really what? a great Planet no. of the Apes series. We just had a great Planet of the Apes series. Dude, right? it's it's, it's, one, it's one, for a little one bit. One of the it's best w- trilogies geez. of the last twenty years. Easy, yeah. Easy. without question. Progressively gets better with every single movie. I think the second one's my favorite. I love. I love the third one too. I love the second one was perfect. I go two, three, one. One's good. Yeah, two, three, one. Yeah, they're they're all great. But what are they gonna if they try doing the old formula again? I'll be fucking mad. Just enough. You can't capture that again. Like can't listen. You can't do it. And not to mention, like you can't bring Andy Serkis back. No, no, he can't do it. He's working on Venom two, which is great. Directing Venom two. The other thing, uh, Josh, I'd talk to you about this. We're playing online. The Snyder cut of a Justice League, right? A Snyder they, cut. They won't. So the original is there a Snyder, So there's just like a Snyder cut of each. That's the rumor movie that too, there's or? a cut that was his original film, and apparently the runtime is even longer than The Irishman. Come on, that's what came out today. All right. okay. No one needs that. No, no one okay. needs four and a half nothing, hours of Jason Momoa, dude. Nothing was gonna make that movie good. I Maybe do. better, Fair. but not good. No, he's an <laughs> asshole. Do you see the shit he did with Chris Pratt? He got Chris Pratt. Oh, everyone going after him. Uh, yeah, I saw. But Fucking whatever. dumb. Like why? You ha- he, he, Wait, Chris on. Pratt what posted happened? a picture of himself drinking from a plastic water bottle. My dude, you're using a single-use water bottle. That's not good for the environment. I'm gonna throw up. Fuck I'm off. Fucking you're supposed to be the dude. What? Uh, <laughs> Shut up. That's true, yeah. Oh, God. That's the worst part in Batman vs. Superman still. Aquaman was okay. It was way overhyped. I watched it. It was fine. It was better than better than Batman vs. Superman. Better than Justice League. Better than Suicide Squad. Wasn't as good as Wonder Woman. Probably as good as Man of Steel. Is it better than Captain Marvel is my question. I think so. Slightly. I would Captain say slightly. Marvel kind of I, it was probably the same level for me, honestly. Like it was. I thought Captain Marvel was fine. I didn't hate it, but I'll never watch it again. Yeah, I'll facts. never watch Aquaman again. I got no reason to. Aquaman's I, at least funny. It was okay, there, I mean, it's, it's, but the, it's cheap laughs. It's Brandon. It's Brandon Schaub laughs. Like, dude. yeah, that's exactly it. But like, do, does anyone actually need the Snyder cut? Because I'm tired of the myth that Zack Snyder is good. It, I've been tired of it. Uh, like, yeah. what, what he watched? No, I'm, I'm I'm literally agreeing with you because like the the, the fact. So I watched. He doesn't Justice have a classic. I, I really I, like listen, Watchmen. I, I like Watchmen a lot I, too, but I, it's flawed. It's I very wanna, uneven. Yes. I want to like Justice League, and I want to like the, the DC movies because those are the only comics I really loved growing. Up that my father loved because he didn't like Marvel all that much. He thought it was weird, but the- comic wise. DC I, I, has DC. better villains and it's not close. Well, yeah. well, DC is much darker and it's a little more yeah, real. Sure. So the fact that they butchered it as bad as it did, I have such a bad taste in my mouth. I want to love the Justice League. Well, they tried. I they tried to. to have their Avengers movie fucking four movies in, as opposed bad. to what Marvel did. But they did yeah, it in a slow build. I wanted to like Batman vs Superman. There's a, there's a lot of good scenes. There's a lot like, I like. in Batman Affleck is not a bad Batman. Just, no, it's a you, fine it Batman. It just has a movie. It's just it's uneven. A mess. You made Martha the fucking crutch of the film. The name Martha. Well, because they were looking forward. Jesse Eisenberg stunk. Jesse. Iceberg did stink. And yeah. what's his name? The, the main villain that he brought back. What was his name? Dude, they uh, butchered Doomsday. Abomination? So, no, Doomsday. 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 The Batman Doomsday. Warehouse. The Batman Warehouse scene the is best one of the best Batman yeah. fight scene yeah. in any it's film. Fucking great. Without question. Love it. Dude, they butchered Doomsday so bad. Doomsday, the way he kills. The, that whole graphic they novel, him, The Death uh, of Superman, they made him look like a fucking idiot they the made, whole time. Well, they basically <laughs> did to him what they did to Bane in Batman versus Robin. That he was just mindless, uh, no choice of his own, just... Uh, uh, oh, yeah. It's like, Micah, like, come on. <laughs> of You're the doomsday of our friends. <laughs> You're Snyder's doomsday. Rosie versus Micah. <laughs> 
I'd watch that. I go watch the extended yeah. cut of that. Dawn of Ew. Final cut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just, people are like still hyping it up and like, Snyder has some movies I like. His Dawn of the Dead remake is fine. Yeah, I like 300's that. 300's all right. What's Watchmen his, I like. What was his tie with uh, Wonder Woman? Producer? Or he was yeah, he was yeah. like a, pro- a producer because he was in... Didn't it, direct though, right? Yeah, no, was, I know that's considered well, that the like best Christopher, one. Christopher Nolan was a producer on Man of Steel and you could tell that because Snyder tried making it like a Batman Begins like with the flashback non-linear storytelling it's okay it's not you change the core of Superman you can't do that you can't make Superman dark and brooding you can't do it not in the first film not in the first film at least there's no arc there's no arc when you do that and uh, what's his name Henry Cavill was just bashing the whole idea of the Snyder Cut this week so either he's all out on Superman or he's like it doesn't exist I don't think we need it who cares like more or less Yeah, and, I mean, Snyder's next film is a Netflix film, Army of the Dead, zombie film. That'd Batista's be pretty cool. In it. That, he'll probably be good with that. Batista's, be, Batista's, Batista's a pretty, pretty good actor, dude. He's, he's not all, bad. But also, the thing with Snyder is he's a great visual director. I cannot take that away oh, from him. Yeah. I've always said his movies are all style, no substance. There's no depth to them. Like, he changed core things in Watchmen, and it was fine for a movie. So you'd like, he'd be a good like, porn director? <laughs> well, you need a lot of substance in that. <laughs> usually, like, usually, like... <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, All right, Jesus Christ. Um, Louis C.K. Again? <laughs> Did you hear the joke he made? No. He was doing this comedy show in Israel. What the fuck oh, is he doing I know where in Israel? He was already. talking about how like how brutal like the the critics are and the people in New York City and how gross it is. And he goes, "I'd rather be in Auschwitz than New York City." Said that in Israel. In Israel. Listen, he, there's a part of me that respects you so goddamn hard to like to say that. What was yeah, the reaction in the crowd from? They were fun. They were like, yeah, yeah. ah, like you went to a com- most people like, that go to a comedy show. Well, they probably don't have the. Like, but the one person that wanted to get outraged had to run back and report it. Like Pete Davidson, yeah. what he's doing now, you have to sign a waiver. A non-disclosure agreement at his comedy show with a one million dollar fine if you report on what it was said at his shows. And you know what? Good. Because people can't be trusted to report on I, I, anymore. I, listen, I don't hate it. Do well, Rogan was doing the same thing. Dave Chappelle takes people's phones away when Ro- you go. Rogan, you have to lock up your cell phone. Rogan was doing that too Yeah, for you a while. have to. And th- th- Rogan made a great point about when uh, Louis C.K. made jokes about the Parkland kids. Like, <laughs> you're not a hero because you didn't get shot. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like, no, it's true. It's dark. And, but then he got, that went everywhere because critics were there and people that wanted to have their sell it to TMZ. So true. Though. He's up there working on an incomplete set. He's trying out material. You're, it's like when you when they make a first model of a car when they run through tests. If that's the car they're going to sell to everyone, of course there's going to be fucking issues with it. An incomplete set or the beginning stages of a comedy set are always uneven. The greatest comedians of all time didn't just go up there and be like, "This is the first time I'm trying it." They work mm-hmm. on small shows and small clubs, and now you got these asshole critics that have to report on everything that might offend someone because it'll get clicks. You get clicks, you get ads. You it's, get ads, you get paid. It's 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 silly shit that you're going to see on BuzzFeed. That you're going to yeah, you're, you're going to see it on your. Facebook. Facebook thing because we talked about it because they're always fucking listening. You're gonna see an, you're gonna see an article for it on your Facebook feed. Sure. You go home later. And uh, he did he so did go up there and address stupid. something else. He's like uh, he talked about jerking off, Louis. Yeah, and he, he was like uh, into a plan you know, or whatever he did. Whatever. He was like uh, just don't don't jerk off in front of people. And even if you ask them and they say yes, don't do it because it's frowned upon. Like <laughs> I, I'm glad he's like addressing it. 
I'm rooting for Louie. I'm legitimately rooting for him. And I'm not against anyone. If if you don't think that he's funny, that's fine. Yeah, that's right. But you should not get mad at other people because they still want to find him funny. And they want to see him do well. Because no one can ever take anything away from this stretch where he was the single most successful stand-up comedian in the world. Yeah, He was fucking huge. Yeah, Dennis Leary is really hoping he makes a comeback. So Dennis Leary can also make a comeback. Yeah, literally. Dennis Dennis Leary's uh, No Cure for Cancer is still a hilarious special. It's one of the funniest... It's one of the ten best stand-up specials of all time. Mm, it's also all stolen Bill Hicks material. It's not material. all stolen, Most to be fair. It. No, it's not. Please read into the actual history because I've read everything on this. Not all of it. Mm. And it doesn't matter because Eddie Murphy didn't write Raw or Delirious. That's fine. So it, that was stolen, too. And I agree. Dennis Leary's a thief. Dane Cook's a thief. Robin Williams is a thief. The, he stole the asshole song. Yeah, he's, the asshole, but the asshole song is not the crutch of No Cure for Cancer. It's the main headline. Okay. It's okay. the tagline. Okay, okay, okay. At least listen to No Cure for Cancer because anyone that knows comedy will tell you including Joe Rogan, who does not like Dennis Leary, says it's one of the best stand-up specials he's of all the, time. He's the one who called Dennis Leary Exactly, out. but he still says that it's one of the best stand-up specials of all time. Okay. No one will deny that. But they started going after him after that because that's when he really started using it more and more like Carlos Mencia did when he blew up and he didn't have any more original ideas. Yeah, that's right. And Carlos Mencia had his career ruined by it. Dennis Leary just mostly acts now. Yeah, well, like, he, Rescue he's, Me is no, a good show. Rescue Me was a really good show. Yeah, I mean, he was great when he was the coach for the... He, didn't, didn't he coach the Cowboys to the Super Bowl on draft day? Uh, uh, no, he was the coach of the Browns. Yeah. Draft no, but I'm saying, but oh but yeah, he yeah, was, he, he was he was yeah, the one that he left that. the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stupid. Oh boy. Um, how far? Um, you pay me ten million dollars a year to get one of these. <laughs> <laughs> um, how far into this are we, Josh? Because we got to do music video. Uh, one hour and ten minutes. All right, let's do a music video. Yeah, then we'll do yeah, iTunes yeah. ten, and then we'll do iPad NFL. Over. Cool, sick. No, I iPad, uh, right over there. Like, what are you reaching for the duct tape? Stupid. I've done this before. Are you okay? This ain't my first time. Is this okay? Make mistakes. <laughs> yeah, mistakes were made. All right. So I'm interested to see what music video this is going to be. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm kind of curious I'm, myself. Put it right here so Justin can see as well. Um, oh, we're going to have to set it up a particular way. I just won't be able to see off of here. Yeah, I can see it from the... Oh, true. Off that screen. Okay, here's um, good. Okay, so I'll give you a little bit of a backstory on the pick that, uh, talking that I made. Uh, so... I figure whenever we do this, for the most part, you'll pick the. Can, what the fuck? Are you yeah, doing? I'll pick the song. <laughs> you'll pick the song, but whenever we have a guest on, I wanna, I wanna pick the song. Okay. Because I'm gonna have the fuck you. <laughs> I'm gonna have the song mirror something about the guest. Oh. So last week was okay. Manfro. Is this what what in the butt for Justin? <laughs> no, no, no. no. So, <laughs> so you uh, gave my sacrifice so, for Manfro. Yeah, last week was Manfro, so I picked the Creed song because he's always fucking singing Creed <laughs> songs. Creed and Blues Traveler. So um, Justin and I, when we all used to work at Best Buy together, we would. When we get dead, sit in the warehouse together and watch like stupid rap videos. Okay. Uh, and this is one of the videos oh, that we watched like way too many times for no oh, reason. Oh yeah. I, I, I think I know what it is. <laughs> so don't, 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 don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. I, I think I know what it. it is. But what was uh, what was the other fucking thing? I, was, I just literally had it. God. I'm damn. excited to see this. <sighs> All right. Let's see. Okay. Uh, go ahead, type in the Borat on Letterman. <laughs> I was I was listening to the old Borat from Ali G yes. show. Some of those are so. Oh God! <laughs> this will be good. Oh my! I'm not God. doing the whole 16 minute one, but this is the one where oh, the real. You want to do one episode from? where we just watch <laughs> the entire Trapped in the Closet? 
It's two hours long. In the closet. Yeah. But then I pulled out my gun. <laughs> my favorite part of that is, and it was a midget. Midget. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, that's one of the storylines. Yeah, I'm not going to do a video on this one this week because I'm not going to be able to set up the camera. There's, like, okay, that's fine. stuff going on. I won't really be able to get the green Let's screen see. in it. So you guys commentate on them? Amateur. Yeah, like Beavis and Butthead. It's amateur hour. Oh, dude, this is great. What is this? All right, so this is Snoop Dogg. Murder was the case music video. <laughs> so this is not be. the same video I was thinking, but this is just as good. This is when he was still Snoop Doggy Dog, and he wasn't a political commentator either. He didn't have uh, he didn't have a cooking show with Martha Doggy Stewart. Doggy Style, Doggy Style is a top ten all time uh, yes, hip hop album, without question. It's one of the best. De- it's one of the best debut albums ever. Guess who's back in the motherfucking house with mm. a fat dick for your motherfucking mouth? <laughs> it's one of the <laughs> yeah. best lines. So what are you trying to do, Josh? One of the silliest things ever. This is was like when they the beginning of the... this video. The news is interviewing some black guy right outside where Snoop Dogg got shot. And it looks like the beginning of, Yo, want to see the leprechaun? Let me hear you say, Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I want to know where the gold at! <laughs> Absurd that it's a 15 minute. Yeah, like, like what do you this is 15? what music videos were mini movies because of Thriller. Like, and everyone yeah. was trying to do this. Thriller changed the game in that regard. <laughs> guy takes the microphone. <laughs> He takes it. He's like about to start checking my mixtape, yo. (laughs) (laughs) And now it starts. It is. <laughs> okay, so someone's hair. Is that Charlie Murphy? Ta- was that Charlie Murphy shooting? Yeah. That is Charlie Murphy. Yeah, Charlie taunting, Murphy. O- taunting him as he's uh, on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> so now it's Snoop Dogg getting rushed into the hospital. Uh, I guess it's Snoop. Not bleeding everywhere. Um, it, let's see. They're breaking. They're slamming him. Yeah, I was going to say, for <laughs> they're like, dragging him through and he's slamming the stretcher into the wall. fucking Fast and Furious. With this, the first thing they should do is remove Snoop Dogg. <laughs> they the should crow, remove, there it is. remove Snoop Dogg's pigtails. Oh, yo, it's Brand. Oh, <laughs> Brand's it's a yeah, three-eyed cunt. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! It's this is dude. <laughs> he's got the the thriller I'll eyes. I'll make you better. How long will I live? <laughs> <laughs> How will I be the G that I was? This is some exorcist shit, dude. This is like, dude. This is like, and then he's Snoop Dogg just sitting there. Now with a I want to watch Snoop Dogg's Tales from the Hood movie. <laughs> Jesus standing over him. It's clearly supposed to be Christ, but it looks more like uh, Mac's dad on It's Always Sunny. (laughs) (laughs) Mac's real name is Ronald McDonald. Look, the family looks so concerned. Like, oh my God, is he okay? He got shot. There's a payphone. By the way, did we not not see that it was a shoulder injury and he's in a wheelchair? He's in a wheelchair. He got shot in the shoulder. Now he's Drake on Degrassi. Oh my God. Now he's at poolside. Poolside with a bunch of babes. Wheelchair dancing. Imagine like someone just kicks the brake on his wheelchair and he falls in the pool. <laughs> I can't swim. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, now he's smoking the devil. Yeah. <laughs> the devil's leg. This is ridiculous. <laughs> so okay, now uh, Regina King comes home. Uh, it may actually legitimately be Regina King. This is all she used to do. She was a sister on Friday. Give she was Ice Cube's sister. Yeah, Give her all the Emmys this year. She was in uh, Down well, to Earth uh, with Chris UBA, Rock. UBA. This isn't in the actual song, but in the music video, it stops in the, before the third verse. Is that easy, motherfucking E? <laughs> like the fucking Jerry Curl going on? Oh my god. They, they all I say stay th- strapped, yo. He looks I like walk you, I walk you with my gaiters on. <laughs> you slip on a banana peel, your hair landing some doo doo. Hold on, Charlie Murphy's talking. I forgot Charlie Murphy's in this. 
This was a music video on MTV. <laughs> it's it's a literal the mouthing motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the worst acting ever. This looks like Dolomite. Oh, Dolomite. <laughs> what was that? Look, everyone's got a gun. Everyone comes out with a gun. What's that shotgun? What is that? I use that on Call of Duty. What is that? Oh, caught him. Nah. <laughs> now he's in jail forget, or no, the forget, church jail. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. He's in a confessional booth. Yeah, forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. I got shot in the shoulder and I'm in a wheelchair. Oh, no, and oh, gin and juice. <laughs> <laughs> How much of the song do you know, Justin? All of it. Uh, most all. right, all. rap over it now. <laughs> I can't. I, no, I can't, like, hear it well enough to... All right, he's going. He's getting off the bus, going into prison. He didn't even do anything. He got, well. Yeah, well, he was shooting someone. Well, he got shot at. He defended himself. But it was probably an illegal gun. Let's be fair here. Well, I'm saying because that, that actually happened, right? I guess. No, no, I don't no, know. Saying, I don't no, know what, what his actual case was. No, I mean, what? it's more likely he was guilty than not. <laughs> is what I assume. <laughs> look, look, he's getting prison shake. <laughs> he's a Snoop Dogg's a terrible actor. He, he's gone through it in this music video. I mean. Look, someone else got stabbed. Oh, yeah, of course. What are those sunglasses? Of course, it's a white cop. What were those sunglasses? You see those fucking things? That was the case that they gave me. Now, who's getting stabbed now? You know, I can see where Sons of Anarchy. Wait, this we're all in cell block ninety nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can see where Sons of Anarchy got a lot of their inspiration for their fucking for their uh, uh, car, <laughs> car crash. Car crash. This is a terrible music this, video. This video stinks, dude. This Classic. is so nineties. Look, Calvin. Calvin, Calvin Brodus. Yep, Snoop Dogg died, dog. That's just him in his wheelchair. They buried him like just in the wheelchair, no casket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine doing that to cripple people. <laughs> just like, all right, we couldn't have, couldn't fit the wheelchair in a casket. It's like when Stephen Hawking died. Yeah. And then it's him in a casket. Oh, that was terrible. All they did was bury his wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> and then oh, they cremated you for that. him. I needed that. You needed that. Yeah. That was Pick great. me up. Bow, all right, we do an iTunes ten now. Yeah. I was gonna I was gonna do the birthday song. Atlanta twenty eight three. But um, I thought that the music video for the birthday song is less terrible and more just like over dude. the top. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, I really yeah. thought you were going to play like the, the was it, uh, that Drake song we watched, that stupid music <laughs> video, when he got, uh, when he, uh, he got oh, abducted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got abducted or something, or like he had to go, his like sister got abducted and he, he called all of his boys up, they all got guns and strapped up and they want to go fucking get, get mm -hmm. her back or some shit. Alright, so Justin. I what, never what, find your love. Oh, that was the one. What we're doing next, uh, we've been doing this the last few weeks, is uh, we play the top ten songs on iTunes. We want to see how many of them we know, and how many are oh, how good. many of them oh. that we know the artists of, and how many specifically. Are good. And then we do something where we'd see how many, how deep into the top 100 we have to go to find a rock song. Last two weeks, the only two weeks we've been doing this, we've found one rock song, and it was Maroon 5 each time. That's a rock band in 2019. Does, does that hold on? Does 21 Pilots count as a rock band? Oh, do you want 21 Pilots as no, a rock band? No, not do really. Do they count as? They, I mean, no, they're not like. I I mean, they're not like, they're not a rap group. I mean, I guess they're like. No, they are they, modern. They, they, is there they're, a they're, modern they're, on there? Right? Like, I know like, they play them a lot on like. They're uh, like modern alternative, I guess. Yeah, okay. I don't consider them rock. Um, they're I guess they're alternative rock, but I I don't consider them that whatsoever. All right, where are we at, Josh? Uh, I'm just trying to see how many are... New? New. Uh, actually, there's a couple of new ones, All but right. I have a are question there? for you. Do sure. you want to do the weekly? Uh, because the annual is now available. The annual? annual? Yearly. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, let's do well, it let's then. Try let's that. do annual. We'll for celebrate. The These are the top yeah. 10 songs of the year? Yes. Okay. I'm in. All right, let's see. Yeah. What it, let's see. Start with 10 and tell us first if we know who the artist is. 
I mean, I'm, with, I'm thinking three, Billy Eilish should be on there. Seven, Lizzo eight, will be on there. Ariana Grande. I what did, for the year? No. Thank. Uh, okay, what was right, it? So, so thank you. Uh, next. Here we go, Josh. So number ten. Funny. We we yeah. we know number ten. Okay, let's hear it. Come on. That's it. Do we know number ten? Mm-hmm. Is this Drake? No. You should know number ten. Post Malone. Yeah. yeah. This is. This I is, called it before him. This was. I should have known that wait, too. Wow. This was. This was the song Burt Kreischer used for his dance video. Okay. All right. So Post Malone. Yeah. Number ten. What's the name of the song? Not my thing. Wow. Either. Number ten is uh, whatever. Number yeah. ten is Wow by Post Malone. Okay. Wow by Post Malone. All right. Number like, nine. Like Post. Post is good. Number nine. We know number nine. I know. I know this. Oh, this is um, Ariana Grande. Oh, this is Ariana Grande. This is, this this is, is Ariana Grande. Grande. Yeah. I don't no. know if I, I told ever, you. I yeah. don't think I've actually heard the song. This is a, I, well, no, I, this this is a guilty is, uh, pleasure song for me. Uh, no, this, this is not. Thank you. Next. This is. Oh, this isn't it. Uh, this is Seven Rings. Oh, I've, oh, no, I've never. Another, I've never heard this. Oh yeah, I should have known. I, I, no, thank you. Next, I would know from the beginning if I heard it. So it's not even an original song. She's doing a few of my favorite things, but to a different song. Cool. Real original. She's. She's just. She's a, she's super stupid talented for to like, do something like this. You know what I mean? Like, you're much more creative. You're better than this. I posted a picture online. I don't even know how talented she is, honestly. I I, I can't she's, name an Ariana yeah. Grande song. No, I'm saying like she like she really is like an amazing singer. Real talk. I posted a picture of so, me at the um, Oakland Diner and I stacked seven onion rings. Okay. On a plate. Oh, that's what rings. that was in reference yeah. to. Gotcha. So there's stupid. a somebody made a, a YouTube yeah, video stupid. and it's actually kind of fucked up uh, of when uh, Ariana Grande was on Nickelodeon, and it was uh, different um, different examples throughout whatever show she was on of them making her whiter. No, do things with phallic objects. Oh well, I get why. Like uh, one of them, <laughs> one, one of them. Uh, I don't know why. Was, uh, was it the blue dildo from Watchmen? <laughs> no, one of them was she was laying. I I was she was laying down on her Shut bed. And she hung her head sa- backwards off of the okay. side of the bed, and she says, "Who wants to see if a teenage girl can drink water upside down?" And she's laying with her head like hung over the side oh, of the bed. Oh yeah, the good old mouth a, fucking. She's pouring a water bottle on her face oh, in that. Wow, that's hot. <laughs> How old was she then? Sixteen. Ooh, too old. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> so let's move on. Okay. Uh, number eight. Okay. Uh, this is someone that we've learned about through. The oh, course is of it Young this. Boy Never Broke Again? No, it is not. He um, sucks. Let's see. <laughs> That's the name of a rapper. Young Justin Boy. East. Yeah, Thanks. I know. Is this Soldier Boy? <laughs> is that Kodak Black or something? Nah. I don't even know this. It's trash. Ugh. Uh, it's just trash. This, this, is, is this sounds bad, like a Soldier yeah. Boy beat. This is the top ten of the year. This sounds too, like Soldier wow. Boy Doodoo Head. One of my favorites. Soldier Boy Doodoo Head. It's a great Kiss me through the phone. She's a doodoo head. Her mouth stank. <laughs> Soldier Boy up in there. There's a lyric in that, that Soldier Boy song. I was at the clo- at this party talking to this bitch until she opened up her mouth and it smelled like shit. Yeah. <laughs> DJ. He's fucked up. Take a, take a look in the mirror and say what's up. KGB, dude. Look up in the mirror and say what's up. Oh, KGB. KGB getting arrested. Oh, All right, awesome. turn this off. Oh, yeah, dude. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, I screenshotted the fuck out of that. So that was uh, Shug by Da Baby. Da Baby. He yes, fucking stinks, about dude. Uh, he stinks. Okay, so number seven. This is another person that we know who they are. Dude. Okay. 
No, oh, Travis Scott. Yeah, Travis Scott. This song. I, another one. I've, yeah, I've only heard his songs Wait, on. Yeah, here. I don't mind it. Th this song is fire. Honestly, this is like one of my favorite songs so, that came out this year. Travis Scott is as low as I'll go in okay. terms of like uh, current the, stuff that I can listen to. Okay, yeah, facts. that's like that's the mumble, bar of main, rapper, mainstream not, rap for you. He's a mumble rapper, but he's not like terrible. So, Josh, can you fast forward this a tiny bit? At all, and because he's considered the like, best. Like, if you could try to get that, to like the, like, like, he'll get good but, like, really good. I've never so heard a full not, song from him either. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right here, like, I think the production. Wait, wait, so, wait, so, listen to this. This beat is so fucking hot, dude. Listen to this. Yeah, it's like it plays a lot in my clubs and stuff. Yeah, I could see this being a good club song. Dude, you could like, bop this is it so hard. I, I would ever put on myself, no, but if it was no. at a bar or something, yeah. I'm fine with that. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Justin, here is for you. Ready? <laughs> All right, what do we have next? Like I said, that, that song number, is it's not terrible. Number I like six, that song. A I know, lot. I know who number six is. You, you might, you definitely do, and I'm sure you do. Okay. Um, so it's another rap song. It's all rap. Oh, this is um. Wait. Oh yeah, this is J Cole. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, J Cole. I'm, I'm cool with J Cole. J, J, J Cole's fine. Rapper. J Cole's good. Yeah. Oh my god. I don't realize it's that hot. <laughs> yeah, this is. I dig this. J Cole. I think. Twenty. I don't. Cause I, 2014 Forest Hills Drive was the first hip hop album I to win a Grammy that didn't have a feature or a single on it. I think. Yeah, this is sure. good. This yeah. is good. The beat's this good. Nice. The rapping is good. It, this is killer. All right, what do we got next? Yo, J. Cole. Is this five talk. next? Yep, so this is number five. Like uh, number five is another, uh, we know this person, and this is their second spot on this list. Okay, J so it's the baby again? Yeah. No. It's uh, probably Post. It's our, is this Thank it's, You Next? I love yeah. this song. Okay. I I, I've never heard this. I don't uh, care. I love it. Yeah. Thought I'd end up with but it wasn't a match. Yeah. You love it. I will. Uh, I will admit that. Um, She's a very good. Number singer. number numbers one and two on this list are like my two biggest guilty pleasures of the year. Okay, so, that's like, fine. Guilty pleasures are fine. Yeah. Are they? Are they? Yeah. I I I've never heard this either. Oh, I know what number one's gonna be. Actually, that's obvious. I think. Is it? Bad bad guy. Probably. We'll, we'll, we'll wait till we get there. Probably bad guy. All right. What do we got next? Number four. Number four. Somebody that we've learned about through doing this. Young boy, no. Haven't heard this song yet, though. Okay. It's not rap. Oh, yes, it is. Wait, wait, wait. Uh. Is this Young Boy? Never. Is this Lil Yachty? No, this is Drip Too Hard by <laughs> by Lil Baby and, uh, and Gunna. Not Da Baby. Lil, Lil Baby. Baby. Not Da Baby. Is there a Lil Da Baby or Da Lil Baby? Maybe. There da, should be. Da Lil Baby. <laughs> there should be. <laughs> all right, on to number three. All right. Uh, we, we all know who three is. Let's see. Do we? Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't hate it. Don't hate yeah. it at all. Yeah. Back home smoking legal. I got more slaps than a beetle. It's not his song though, right? No, it's not his no, song. No, it's not. Dude. <laughs> he's on every. He's on every fucking song. He though. is. That's how he makes all of his money. He's a feature on every song ever. That was Nicki Minaj till her first album, which is a feature. And she was. She was a great feature. Yeah. And a song with. Uh, I like this beat. All right, I'm good on it. All right. What All was right. that? Uh, that's Going Bad featuring Drake by Meek Mill. 
by Meek Mill. Okay. Dude. What's number two? All right, number two. This is a, a this is a collab, and okay. it's one of the artists' second feature on this list. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, so I know what number one is now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love this fucking song, dude. Yeah, it's not yeah. bad. It's the first time I've heard this. Big time, heard this. big time guilty pleasure for me. This is off the Spider Verse uh, soundtrack. I love Spider Verse. Spider Verse was dope. Hmm. Let's see. This is the song that Miles is listening to all throughout the movie. Is this, uh, is, is this okay? Uh, the beat is really wait, familiar. Can I guess who it is? Yeah. Is this Khaled? No. No, I know this song. I do know this song. This is uh, Sunflower by Post Malone and Sway Lee. I knew this song. Yeah. This I don't. I don't I hate. Never this. heard that yeah. before. This is all right. It's right. different. I, I don't mind the sound of that. All right, who wants to make their guesses on number uh, one? Billy Eilish, bad guy. I know what it is. Taylor? It it's that or Truth Hurts by... No. Or, I legitimately have no idea. Come right. on. It, Come on. Number one this year? The whole, whole year. overplayed song of the year. I, 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 I'm, can uh, I say it? Yeah, it's say it. It's Old Town Road. Oh, that makes sense, actually. Song fucking rules, dude. Yeah, dude, I love it. Yeah, song dude, song, love it. song rules, bro. Yo, I love this guy, too. He's hilarious on Twitter. Yeah, he is funny. I remember uh, one of the tweets when he came out as gay, he was like, man, it's been a crazy year for me. You know, I was, uh, you know, uh, living in my grandma's house in the hood, then I made the, no- uh, the number one in the world, num- the number one song in the world, now I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> it's Yo. like our story. Yo. <laughs> hey, you know who won a Grammy or a country music award for this, right? It's our it's our story minus the no, middle do you, part. Do you know who won? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who won the Country Music Award for this? Who? Trent Reznor, because it's his fucking beat. Oh, okay. Dude, I'm telling you, yeah. yo, Billy Ray Cyrus in this song is surprisingly awesome. Dude. He's a good singer. He always was. No, I'm saying like like his like his verse, right? Because he has a verse in it, and it's pretty good, dude. I remember like when I, when I was dating my when I was dating my ex at the time, she hated this song, and I just played it everywhere I went. Every fucking way. Well, I, I think if that's the worst you did to her, you didn't do it? enough. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, like, we were at a bar one night, and, like... You'd be better and, off playing Mambo number five. Dude, and someone plays this song, and, like, you know, everyone's drunk, and she's just sulking. And there's this there's just me with a beer in my hand fucking screaming, Me nothing! <laughs> well, anyone whose favorite band is Journey, I won't take their musical opinion seriously. No. <laughs> I, 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 that, no, that's not my favorite that band. That was her favorite band. Oh, uh, it was hers? I, yeah. I, I legitimately love Journey, so I, I still disagree with him, but I understand what you're saying. Well, that's fine. You're gay. I'm not. What the fuck? Yeah. I'm they gay. are a gay band. Right, ignorant question. I listen, turn I'm the gay one. You're the one who just got married. It's the perfect fucking uh, cover. Ignorant question. Do we have other songs that are good Besides, yes, what? yes, they very much besides do. Besides the, 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 the hits, the hit one. you're talking well, about the hits. What's the f- what? Uh, go on the. Is there more than ten on the annual songs? Yeah. Like um, deep catalog, what's the first rock song? I mean, like we go into the catalog, like they got good songs off of their albums and stuff. Who? Yes, no, no, no. Journey does have some good songs, but they're gay. Like that's the thing. They're like they're a huge oh, like. Right, there's right, like right. that's like Ab- like the people yeah. at like Abba also like Journey, uh, and like I, oh, they're very would, they're very just flamboyant. You, you, Steve you, Perry's a fruit. All right, so now now he's talking shit about Dave Grohl. What? I'm not paying attention to numbers. Dave Grohl said Abba is the best pop music of all time. I get there. I. 
said pop music, but they also have a huge gay following. They're not a rock band. ABBA's a huge gay band. It's like men that love dirty dancing. You don't. <laughs> Do you like dirty dancing too? No, you don't. All right, I, I'm, I, pull, I'm not um, allowed to like anything that I fucking like. I'm not. <laughs> because I'm no, no, hold on, no. Before no, shut the fuck up. No, no, because no, because <laughs> because if I like if, oh. if I, no, if I like anything, I'm gay. Hey, yeah, guess what? That's how it is with everyone. It's not just you. Hey, guess what? It's not central to you. You like taquitos? You're gay. No, you like you like you like, you like you're Jello? Gay. You're okay. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. If you like if if you put the taquito in your butt and it comes out cooked, you're gay. Yeah, it comes out cooked. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. No, listen, here's the thing. Yeah, movie. Here's the thing. But here's the thing. I, I, listen, I, I respect Journey, but... I, I know you're saying that. But Steve not. Perry's gay. <laughs> he's, the only, he's the only iconic singer that could yeah. get replaced by a Filipino guy. And it the sounds, band sounds just like exactly him. the same. Exactly the same. Like, you don't know anything exactly about that? Like Steve no. Perry. Dude, listen. So they found this kid in the Philippines, like, singing Journey songs in, like, a bar. And they literally... Because Steve Perry went crazy and fucking left. He's an asshole. Dude. They Steve put, Perry. They, Steve should have been gone. They, they they put this kid on stage in front no of fifty thousand, so fifty thousand people at his first concert, and he killed it, dude. Dude, he sounds sounded just like Steve it's not Perry. like where Queen brought in Adam Lambert, who is a really good singer. Which, by the way, but he ain't Freddie Mercury. And Ellison, no. and before that, they had uh, uh uh what the fuck, the lead singer of uh, Bad Company. Yeah, yeah, they, they were using him. They were using and him for a while too. It's it, that's the thing. Like Journey can still tour as Journey. Yeah, and facts. it it sounds like Journey. Queen says Queen with Adam Lambert. Yeah. Yeah, which is nice. Like that's the smart or, thing to do because you can't say it's Queen or or, like, or, or something even similar when the, because Bradley Knoll's been dead for so long. When Sublime came back, Sublime with Rome. Sublime with Rome. Like, that's what you do. Like Journey, it, it, it's amazing that there's this guy that sounds exactly exactly like, like Steve Perry. Dude, it's weird. All right, Josh, what were it's you gonna say before I was, he was putting taquitos in his asshole? Okay, so <laughs> when did I do that? You talked about in it. In comparison to what I'm I would about like to show taquitos. you guys, that whole conversation was irrelevant. Okay. Yeah, facts. This what I'm about to show you is the most meta thing I've ever seen okay, I in like my meta. life. What the fuck? Wait, 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 Hold what? on, just listen what, to what it for a little bit. What the fuck is going bit. on? I really can't wait to tell you what the song is called and who it's by. I can't wait. I don't, I'm just, I don't care, dude. Do you I'm want to so... know what this is? What? This sure. is Baby by Lil Baby <laughs> <laughs> and Da <Duh> Baby. <laughs> So it's like triple baby. It's a lot of babies. It's a lot of babies. Oh, like, do you think they like have a group chat, like your baby chat, baby talk? Maybe. <laughs> it makes me angry. It's baby to the third power. It makes me angry Stupid. that this is the state of. So go through the annual and tell me what rock song. What's the first rock song that comes up? Oh no. Play it. Somebody. It's, it's not really rock, but it's close Play enough. It. Play it. Someone like you. Let's see. Oh wait a minute! This is Jonas Brothers. <laughs> this is Kalafafa's rock. Now. This is rock. This song is awful. And these guys are talented for what they do. From Wyckoff. Yeah. They they make catchy shit, yeah, but it's terrible. Joe Jonas is banging Sansa. We have no right to critique him well, ever. I, I can't critique him as a person. I can critique his music. <laughs> There's a difference. Yeah, there's nothing else on this. This list is the MCU that... of music. By, listen, by the way, so <laughs> when, the, when, yeah. the, when, the <laughs> when the Jonas Brothers were first coming up, they played a set at Bamboozle down at the Meadowlands when that was still a thing when we were in like middle school, and there had one of the biggest fucking crowds. They must have been 15 years old, dude. Yeah, they they were local what, what legends before they hit a big um, on Disney. I Channel. just need to know what this song sounds like because the name of the song is Thatiana. Thatiana. Oh, Thatiana? Down Thatiana. I know this song. <laughs> 
<laughs> Busted down, Busted Tatiana. Down, Tatiana yeah, we love our thoughts, don't we? Yeah. BBCs, BBWs, <laughs> Pog, of... Pogs. Yeah, might as well. Pretty ass white girl. BBW. <laughs> BBW. <laughs> All right, turn this shit off. I can't listen to Thought Mania or whatever it's called. Thought Mania. All right, you want to set up for football, Josh? Yeah. Dumb dildo convention. <laughs> I was watching uh, the other day when when I got mad at Bob because he's like, I he hasn't watched Mandalorian, hasn't watched Watchmen. Asshole. Asshole. And he's like, I'm watching even even Stevens and Christmas movies. <laughs> and, I'm yeah, like, even Stevens. and I'm like, I legitimately I I can't name like more than five Christmas movies I really like. Uh, like I'm talking, no. like if we're counting Die Hard as a Christmas movie, sure. Batman Returns, sure. But like, let's say we're not counting those. Okay, I like I like Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation yeah, is great. I like Elf. Yes. Elf is really good. El- Elf is timeless. Elf is dope. Like a Christmas yeah. Story. I love a Christmas Story. Um, I listen. You can call me weird. I love a Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. It's like, a, this it's, is like the, the original one, right? Yeah, the original, original one. And then even, it's a and, classic. I can't then, shit on it. Even, I don't love it. And but even uh, It's a Wonderful Life, I do I, like. Classics. I'll never yeah, watch yeah. them, but they're classics. Yeah. Um, one recently that I really liked that uh, I was going to say, Bob, if you're going to watch a Christmas movie, uh, The Night Before with Seth Rogen and Joseph Gordon. Still Levin. haven't seen that, Dude, but that you told shit, me it's funny. That, yeah. I might give you that one next week because yeah. it's holiday. That shit was funny. What's Anthony uh, Mackie. I was going to say, yeah. Falcon's in it. Yeah, he was in it. Michael Shannon's in it. Michael Shannon's in it. It's already great. It was a real really funny movie like there was a part I saw it in the theater with the landlord I've never seen her laugh harder in a movie in the theater in my life at one part specifically I, I remember but all, the, uh, they said, all those movies Seth Rogen's involved with outside of like Sausage Party end up being really funny Sausage Fest was Sausage Party was so disappointing it was legitimately like I had never been so disappointed in a movie before in my and life people gave great I, reviews uh, too I was like this shit ain't funny I laughed like twice I mean like, we're prepping for a lot of them as you can imagine the Christmas movies yeah, yeah. So, yeah Christmas say, with the cranks oh. there was, yeah. there's one coming out to FX with uh, Guy Pierce. It's like a dark take on a Christmas Carol. Okay, and love- Tom Hardy's a producer on it, and I think he's gonna have a part in it somehow. But Guy Pierce rules. I love Guy Pierce. I loved. Uh, I got run over by a reindeer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights, Tonica movie, but that was actually pretty good. Uh, actually, like, that was actually pretty funny. Speaking of Adam Sandler, did you see that he said he will purposely make the worst movie ever if he, if doesn't, he doesn't get, get nominated Oscar. for an Oscar for uh, Uncut Gems? Where's the Jack and Jill? No, yeah. where's? I can't Listen, wait for that ridiculous movie. Ridiculous six. Which? which oh. Which, oh my God, it was fucking terrible. Which, by the way, I. Cannot wait to see uh, the uncut gems next and, week and see December thirteenth and see Francesa and boo the shit out of You're him. You're not seeing it in the theater. It's a That's Netflix a terrible movie. fucking bet. Doesn't matter. I'm gonna fucking do it. So I think he has that line and then one other one. Yeah. One other scene. Doesn't yeah. matter. He's it's like Jim boo. Norton's part. Yeah. All right, are we recording, Josh? We are. All right, this we're on uh, week fourteen of the NFL season. Uh, last week, Manfro sat in with us, and uh, you guys made him feel at home because you all finished with a record of seven to nine last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I went twelve and four, bring my record to one twenty seventy and one. Josh behind me at one fourteen seventy six and one. Taylor four games behind Josh at one ten eighty and one. Okay. So you need to make up four games on Josh. Okay. To at least tie. Mm-hmm. Then you both get tattoos. No. <laughs> on your butt. Oh, uh, by the way, I'm uh, uh, I'm committing to uh, to what I said. I will, I will get that tattooed if... 28-3? No, 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 no. <laughs> what? I don't remember now. Uh, I, I remember where I was like, oh, this tattoo is so cool. I don't remember now. Is that it? No. I, if, oh. Happy birthday, landlord. Oh, happy oh, yeah. birthday, landlord. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So Facts. You need to win. <laughs> you need to at least make a comeback in the second. Well, listen, that's so, fine, but I'm telling you right now, Michigan is not happening. Uh, no, I, I honestly don't want to do Michigan. I have something in mind. that <laughs> isn't, sorry, It won't I be as bad. It. Yeah, it was his idea. I'm not, it's not um, happening. 
Okay, so what I think we should do, since you have the most ground to make up, is you sure. give your pick last. Okay. Because then you have the option to change it. Okay. Um, just to try and catch up. That'd be nice. So we'll start out, and since you're here, Justin, Thursday night game, oh. Dallas Cowboys <laughs> oh, at the Chicago Bears. The Cowboys are three-point favorites on the road. Justin, what do you think is going to happen in this game with your Cowboys coming off that horrendous, horrendous loss to the Buffalo Bills? I don't know, dude. I want to fart into the mic like uh, Watchmen. Okay, so um, realistically, realistically, who should win? Go away, Baton. The Cowboys should win. Should win. Realistic, but, should, but uh, uh, potentially, what do you think is actually going to happen? Honestly. Honestly. You don't have to pick with the spread. We're just picking winners and losers. I'm going to say the Cowboys won. Okay. Uh, I think it'll probably be a close game. Um, oh, this is confusing. There's two J's, so i got to put... Uh, I'm going to put G, G for yeah. gay. Want to hear some disgusting, <laughs> disgusting statistics? They're, yes, they're, please. So, I love disgusting statistics. So, first of all, you know, they have so much talent on paper, like everybody says. They do. And, you know, worst, one of the worst coaching staffs. Yeah, without question. In the NFL. They haven't gotten a turnover in five games, <laughs> which, is, which is gross. That's disgusting. <laughs> that shit is gross. If, you, if, if they Rick, get a turnover, if they can't pick off Trubisky or make him fumble or get something against fucking Mitch Trubisky, they, they don't deserve to win the game. But they, they haven't stink. gotten a turnover in five weeks. Five weeks. They rank dead last in almost every uh, statistical special teams category. <laughs> yeah, bad special teams is so, generally depth or coaching. And in this case, I'd say it's coaching. Yeah, I mean, you're losing the details of the yeah, game. Yeah, for that's, sure. That's what's been for happening. Sure. Um, Bears are the kind of defense that will probably cause us to, to commit a couple of mistakes. <laughs> well, um, we, we haven't gone off to good starts. So I can see no, us falling, I terrible see us falling behind early maybe. But then uh, You guys lost to the Jets. Yeah, oh, I was there. All right, I know. Um, I, say, I say the Cowboys win like uh, like close. Okay, maybe cover the spread. All right, we went all the way Josh. to Texas to see Brandon yeah. Whedon start. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. say uh, I'm gonna say the Cowboys should win. So you're picking the Cowboys? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm also taking the Cowboys. I think that. Uh, so what about they, me going first? What that? Uh, you're going last because oh. you you need to make up ground. Oh, so I, you, I, I if we all if said, we I'm all sorry. pick the bear, the Cowboys or pick any team, you may want to just say, "I need to make this one up. I need to have a chance here." Because right. you're down to the wire. Yeah, here. I know. I did that last week with the Cardinals and the Rams. Look at that. Yeah, you got out. fucked. God damn it. Um, so I, I like the Cowboys here. I think it, they're due to have a game where they get a turnover, and Mitch Trubisky is the right guy okay. for that. You think their offensive statistics are all. There, they're all their statistics outside of turnovers are there. They're number one in total offense. Yeah, they're number one. In, they have they have more. Be, they, have, they, they have a better total. <laughs> they have a better total offense than the Seahawks. A better total defense than the Seahawks. Better rushing than the Seahawks. Yeah. Better passing than the Seahawks. Better run defense yep. than the Seahawks. But they have they're six and six. Yeah. So I'm going to take the Cowboys as well. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Cowboys. All right. You don't have to just because I'm here, right? <laughs> If you think it's uh, smart to think. All right, the next game, this is a really good one, potential playoff matchup. The Baltimore Ravens at the Buffalo Bills. Uh, The Ravens are five-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. Josh. Uh, Yeah, you got to take the Ravens. They're playing lights-out defense. Uh, lights out everything. Lights out everything. Uh, Lamar Jackson is out of his mind. You know he can run the ball. He can throw the ball. It doesn't matter. The last He's three weeks, he completely took over who the MVP was. Because mm-hmm. three weeks ago, it was clearly Russell Wilson. Yeah. And now it's there's no question. Russell who it Wilson is. is still my MVP in your in heart. Your, in my heart. But 
Uh, Lamar Jackson is the MVP yeah. of the NFL, I without mean, question. He's accounted for like thirty percent of their offense this oh year, which and that's with Ingram there. Like that, that's crazy. He's he's uh, going to break a thousand rushing yards this week, which is the first one to do it since uh, Cam Newton, I think. because yeah, Cam, Cam Newton did it once, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think it was yeah. a Super Bowl year. And he took, and I'll say about Lamar Jackson in this game against the 49ers, he took some fucking hits, got right the fuck up. That, that was, that's yeah. a Super Bowl matchup, if right I've the ever fuck seen up, one right there. Um, so Josh, you took. The Ravens. I'm also going to take the Ravens. I'm not a believer in the Bills. Um, Fool's no, gold. No Fool's one, gold. No one was before the Cowboy game. They shouldn't be just because they beat my shit. Team. Yeah, and the, the Bills they are have, good, they're, but they're, they're fools they're gold. A solid good team. I just well, they don't have they don't have a quality well, win. Correct. The, the, the issue, the issue this would, would be their chance to show it. Right. Yeah. Well, I, like I said, it definitely could happen. But I, Baltimore's going to win this game because of their rushing offense solely. And out of like the the worst loss that the uh, uh, the Bills have suffered this year was at the hands of the Eagles. And what did they do? They ran the ball down their yeah. fucking throats. Yeah. What, what, the what, Browns too. What 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 did what, what, right. what do the Ravens do best? They run the they ball. Run, they run the ball with Lamar Jackson and even Mar- and Mark Ingram. So you're taking the Ravens as yes, well. Everyone, I am too. everyone needs a hype man like Mark Ingram. Real talk. Yeah. yeah. And listen, the this is the Bills. If they need want to make a statement victory, they made one against the Cowboys on national television. But this is an AFC showdown <laughs> on, the, on the road. Yeah, on the road on Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> in the in yeah exactly yeah. in Jerry World. I remember. Um, yeah, I think the Justin, Ravens got this. What, when, the first time you went to Jerry World, what happened? Uh, first time I ever went to Jerry World. Oh, you got a text for me, right? during the, one of the Cowboys' better seasons. They went twelve and four. Yes. Okay. Um, that was the that was the Des catch no catch year. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know they had a great season, but I managed to pick the one game that Romo didn't start. Yeah. Who texted and, uh, you to tell you? And I got a text from Dan Prosley at seven a.m. <laughs> Whedon starting, dude. Seven a.m. Uh, your time. Yeah. Six a.m. Dallas time. <laughs> that Brandon Whedon was starting, and boy did he shit the bed. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're all yeah. taking the Ravens. Yeah. Uh, next game, Washington Redskins at the Green Bay Packers. Redskins beating the Lions last week. Packers beating the Giants to death. Uh, Packers are 13-point favorites at home. Uh, do we have to spend a lot of time on no. this one? No. no. All, taking the ca- all taking the Packers? All taking the Cowboys? Yeah, all taking the Cowboys <laughs> to shit the bed. Um, all right, Taylor, I'll let you go first in this one because it's your team. Uh, the Denver Broncos at the Houston Texans. Broncos coming off the win in Drew Locke's first <laughs> NFL start. Um, really gifted by uh, the Chargers at the end there. That was horrendous. Um, and the Texans beating the Patriots. I was the only one of us that took the Texans in that one. So when you say it's horrendous, are you saying it was a, it was a horrendous call or was it horrendous? That horrendous the- that the Chargers continue to find ways to lose. Yes. I'm that. not blaming the call because the Chargers always find no. themselves. I saw a crazy... I actually, I'll get to that statistic when we get to the Chargers game later. But yeah. um, the Texans beating the Patriots, their signature victory of the year. Um, Taylor, your team. Um Listen, I, I would love to take the Denver Broncos here. I really would. But uh, I'm going to go with the Houston Texans. 17, you're up 17 to fucking 3. And you got a rookie quarterback with a fucking howitzer for an arm. And honestly, the, 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 the top five wide receiver in Cortland Sutton this season. I don't know about Real, top five. Top ten, for it's, sure. He's top five. And I, I, don't I, I don't care. Shut up. So listen, the, the, the name of wide receiver made a better catch I'm not, Sunday dude, than that. Guys have made great catches that are nobodies before. Come on. You can't just say he's great. I'm not disputing that he's top ten. But top five, you still have DeAndre, Julio, Michael Thomas, who's out of his fucking mind yeah, this Hul- year. Yeah, Julio Jones had a great 
great fucking had a, had a great game with no catches. Thanks, dude. Dude, you kicked him he one game. Play. He's a bum. He didn't play. Exactly. Fuck him. <laughs> so based on one season so far, he's a top five wide receiver. Easy. You got to go off reputation too. Don't I, don't, you? I, don't, I don't give a shit what you say. He's a top five wide receiver in this league. Your fanboy hurts and me. And not to mention, fuck yourself. And not he has to less listen, touchdowns to Devonte Parker this not, year. Not to mention, it is absolutely time. disgusting that the, you're up seventeen to three and you're yeah. in a lost fucking season. And the, the way they ended the second, the first half oh, like terrible. that. Vic Fangio's three, awful. Three straight, they should fire him this dude, year. Three, fire him. Three straight runs dude. off a muff fucking punt when you had every opportunity to score a touchdown yeah. and, you, and you walk away with it's absolutely the is deplorable. The, the team, I was actually the first Bronco game I watched all year because I bet on it. Like it was horrendous. Yeah, he did. But He's honest, I didn't realize how bad the play calling is. Dude, He's, it's horrendous. Vic makes Vance like, Joseph dude, look like Bill Belichick. It's, dude, it's, it it's, it's not even that. Scangrillo, who was supposed to be this all-worldly OC because he was coming out, of the, coming out of the fucking school of Kyle Shanahan, and he can't call an offensive set for dude. fucking nothing. You got Philip Lindsay. But at the end of the day, the head coach has to be saying, like, Vic, no, aggressive listen, or run or pull but, back. But here's like, the thing, that's a head coach, honestly. It's all on the head coach, but I give Vance Joseph, uh, excuse me, uh, uh, Vic, Vic Fangio, Fangio a lot of credit because when they said to take a knee and go into halftime, they said, no, we're going to run a play. That was the right call. That's I love absolutely that. the right take call. Take the shot. Take the what's, shot. You might get a call. Problem. Yeah. And not to mention, Drew Locke showed enough promise that I feel great with him moving forward. Why not? Give him a full off season. But for this game and the way the Houston Texans played Monday night, Sunday night, excuse me, there's, they're not going to fucking yeah. lose. My take is the season's basic. The season's it's over. over. It's yeah. over. Yeah. So open up the playbook for the kids. Yeah, let him, see, let him sling it a little. Has, Let him man. sling it. See his he aggressiveness. Threw two, he, threw two, him up with. he threw two touchdowns in the first fucking quarter. And then none after that. And then nothing because you won't let him throw down the fucking <laughs> yeah, field. Yeah, I know. Well, that's the thing. Like, they're they're babying him. And you so can't do that. Stupid. If you're going to baby him, don't start him. It's disgusting. Listen, it, I am one game away from saying fire John Elway. I am that fucking close. Well, I think, I think um, if I'm Elway and I'm trying to save my job, I fire Vic Fangio and I bring in Ron Rivera. Why not? Uh, because, well, he, he stuck with Van Joseph a year too long, and he's going to stick with Vic Fangio a year too long, and he's going to fuck up another draft. I might have said that wrong. I am a thousand percent agreeing with you. You should bring in that fucking guy. Bring in Mike McCarthy! I think that because they're <laughs> they're built to win on defense now, bring in the defensive guy who is aggressive on offense. Ron Rivera is one of the most aggressive coaches Dude, there is. Listen, and not to mention you had Bradley Chubb out for the season. You didn't have Von Miller last week. And by the way, so someone who adamantly, adamantly defended Chris Harris at the trade deadline, you don't get anything less than a second-round pick for him. He hasn't played up to that fucking standard. He's if, I, if I would have walked away with like a seventh-round pick from that fuck from the trade deadline, I would have been happy with it. He's been trash. He's been playing like he doesn't care. He, he I, I think he, he's leaving. He wants out. He, he he's trying to protect leave. his body. I don't blame him, honestly. Just get all out, right, dude. All right, so I'm also taking the Texans. Justin? Yeah, Texans. Yeah, Everyone's Texans. taking the Texans. All right, so we all have the same pick so far. Uh, this one, maybe we'll get some different ones, and you'll go last, Taylor. San Francisco 49ers at the New Orleans Saints. Saints three-point favorites coming off a win over your Atlanta. Falcons, who you said that would sweep the the Saints in the division. Um, they they sacked him how many times? Nine, Eight, nine times? Yep. Yeah, that was nice. <laughs> and the 49ers, now no longer in the lead in the NFC West, and might even fall, see themselves fall all the way to the five seed from being the one seed just a week ago, which is fucking wild. Which is nuts. That's how good the NFC is this year, dude. It's how good the NFC is and how soft the 49ers' schedule was early in the year. They had a very, very soft schedule. I mean, I mean and even so, but they still played the Ravens No, they, tough, they, still, they played them tough, yeah. but they, you know, you come up short. Uh, you know, you are where your record says you are. A play the Seahawks here, a play there, but yeah, yeah no, you're right. Absolutely, uh, Justin. Forty uh, Niners at Saints. I'm actually going to take the Niners in this. Okay. Um, I think. Are that, you going to bet the I spread? Despite the, <laughs> no, no, probably not. I think despite what you just said. Yeah. With the softer schedule you're on, I mean, I was impressed with how they hung with for sure the Ravens. They lost the heartbreaker overtime game to yeah. the Seahawks. 
Um, they're just like to me, they're a complete team right now. Yeah. Um, and I just haven't been overly impressed with the Saints. Okay. Even at home, I mean, saw what Atlanta did. We saw Carolina. Yes, almost sure, did. sure. We, you, I um, was sitting next to you, and we, we all, you, me, and Bob, all had, all had the fucking Saints in our money lines, yeah. and we all go sixteen and a half point favorites at home. <laughs> it's a lock. And what happens? They lose by twenty one. All right, yeah, Josh, who are you up. taking to this one? Uh, yeah, you know, fuck me. Uh, <laughs> Fuck the Saints, uh, and most importantly, fuck Bob. Uh, the Saints are going to win. Most importantly, Saint, you fuck picking the Saints? Bob. Yeah. Okay. Fuck you, Bob. Um, I'm also taking the Saints. Um, while they played the 49, they played uh, the Ravens tough, and they played the Seahawks tough. I, you know, they played the Seahawks tough at home, and they lost. They played the Ravens tough on the road, and they lost. And the Ravens match up very similarly the way they play football. Definitely. Run first, stop the run first. The Saints are not that team. They can run the ball very well, and they ha- they can get to the quarterback as well. Mm-hmm. And you're starting to see little chinks in the 49ers' offensive line. And I think it's going to come down to having to beat Drew Brees with your arm, and that has not been how the 49ers are built this year. Jimmy Garoppolo's yeah. done it, but he hasn't been in that game where he needs to throw four touchdowns against Drew Brees, what he's doing. And Drew Brees isn't putting up... Do you trust them in a game where they fall behind? Yeah, and again, in the Superdome, on the road, where it's going to be harder to stop the run, it's going to be harder to defend the... the uh, defend the pass as well. Um, I Latavius like the Murray's run the ball pretty well too that? this year. Latavius Murray. No? Latavius Murray's run the ball pretty what well. What they're doing with Taysom Hill, one of the great Swiss Army knives in the National Football League. Yeah. Um, I think that the Saints are just going to be able to do. They create too many matchup problems, I think. And I think uh, Michael Thomas is going to have another huge game. Um, at least ten receptions, two touchdowns. So I'm taking the Saints. Um, I'm actually going to go San Francisco. This is one of those games where I, I'm just going to pick the makeup, and also I truly believe San Francisco is going to bounce back. Again, a play here. A play there, they end up winning that game last week against Baltimore. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, this is a great game. This is a great potential NFC championship game. Definitely. Um, I think New Orleans, again, like you said, stylistically, New Orleans has so many different offensive yeah. weapons. It could be hard to match up with. I think that defense is too damn good for that to not play a factor. I think New Orleans will get theirs, but I think San Francisco ultimately will get a big turnover that will decide the uh, game. I, I love San Francisco's forty uh, San Francisco's defense and the consistency they've shown. San Francisco's but, 49ers. Yeah, San, San, the 49ers defense and the consistency they've shown throughout the season, but when the Saints defense is operating at its highest level, I no, think it's, it's the best defense in the league short of the Patriots. Mm-hmm. I think that when they're going their best and their pass rush is going, no one can compete with them. And I think that's what's going to happen in this game. I think the matchup just plays into their favor. Uh, next game, AFC North showdown. The Cincinnati Bengals coming off their first win. Thank you. Thank you. I told you, cocksuckers, they were going to beat the Jets uh, against the Cleveland Browns. I was thrilled. Um, I'll get to a fun stat from that in a little bit. Uh, the Browns are eight and a half point favorites at home, coming off a loss to the Steelers. Um, Josh. Uh, yeah, this is going to be an up week for the Browns. Uh. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm also taking the Browns. Browns just Bengals aren't one too straight. Yeah, yeah Browns. Yeah, everyone. Browns I, I are figured worst version of the Cowboys. A lot of talent. Yeah, well, that's why, like, coaching the, the teams that should be... So, Ron Rivera, dude. like, if you want to win now and you have win-now talent, the Broncos aren't as there as much as the Cowboys and the Browns. If they should be looking at Ron Rivera. When when, when, for, when Freddie Kitchens gets fired, because he will get fired. I hope. For, for this absolute debacle. I, the, I would hope, yeah. Freddie Kitchens worry more about wearing a funny fucking shirt than having his which, team ready to put up which, more than fucking 13 points. Which, which is funny to me, because Kareem Hunt, coming off a of suspension, has looked better. and has got, First of all, Baker's actually gotten the ball in his hands and he's actually done stuff with it. Yeah. I think a lot of this falls obviously on the coaching, but I think you have to start looking at Baker Mayfield being yeah, too yeah, inconsistent absolutely. at this well, point. It's definitely part of it, but like I just think in this situation, the penalties show the coach is the problem. Mm-hmm. Oh, he, yeah, the, right. He's changed the play calling from when he got elevated to offensive court. 
coordinator last year after uh, what's his name was fired, Hugh Jackson. He's gone to this weird play calling that does not play into Baker Mayfield's strengths. He's not playing into those at all. He has three receivers coupled within five yards of each other in the middle of the field. That's Which, a Mike McCarthy playbook from Green Bay in his last year when well, Aaron Rodgers has been irrelevant. Yes, so Baker is great. At, Baker's great at the broken play. He has a lot of Russell Wilson to him in that. Let get him get guys in open space. That's what he does. Instead, you got Jarvis Landry here, Odell Beckham here, another guy here, and yeah, of course, fucking defenders are crashing down on him. Literally, all they're doing is like he's bunching the receivers up. So literally, they're covered by one person. Yeah, dude, it's, it's the easiest thing. And I, I refuse they're, to believe that what Baker did in his rookie year to now is who he is. No, you don't I agree. have a regression no. like that without it being on the coaching staff. Or and he's not being like Johnny Manziel where he's getting hammered every night. He probably needs this ego check. I think for sure. I don't think he's arrogant, but he's cocky. Well, I mean, you know well, I mean, he was definitely big in. The, I mean, like the whole thing with him at the Cleveland Indians game, yeah, shotgun sure. a beer, the mustache, all that. Yeah, shit. sure. I mean, they, they, he they, has the swagger to really succeed. In they this need league. a coach in there that can rein in the personalities on that team. What, what, for sure. What, what, really, what you need is Sean Payton over there, bro. Well, in theory, Sean, every every team could use a Sean Payton. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> oh, I know Jerry dirty. Jones wants him. Or, 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 yeah. or like a or like a Frank Reich. Imagine Frank yeah, Reich on Frank, that team. Frank Reich, Dude, absolutely. Jesus. All right, next game, Josh. The Carolina Panthers, with now Perry Fuel as the head coach, the interim <laughs> head coach, uh, at the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons two and a half point favorites at home. Josh. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> I, sh- I should be picking against them, but I'm going to pick the Falcons. Um, the, the, the whole Carolina thing is weird. Uh, the Ron Vera thing. I mean, it makes so much sense that Ron Vera should be the Falcons' next head coach because he got fired for no fucking reason. But he it's won't. A, but he won't because it <laughs> no just shot. makes perfect sense. So why would it happen? Um, oh, fuck me. They're gonna win. <laughs> Maybe they're gonna lose, but I'm picking them to win. All right. I'm Just, picking the Falcons to win as well. Uh, I, I am as well. I don't think it's gonna be one of those games where they play up for the new. coach. I mean, there's always that, but there is always that there element, always like that, where but... it's like, oh, we're gonna play up for the new coach, new attitude. Um, you've seen it happen with plenty of coaches getting fired. I don't think so, but the team from a few weeks ago when they were like in the playoff hunt, the Panthers, yeah. they, it's a completely different team. I don't know, understand what happened. So there's that element yeah. there that I, don't, I think I don't it's know possible. What's going on? What are they on? Like four or four losses in a row? And Kyle Allen, Kyle Allen went from playing great to looking like a fucking hack. Now. So what's so four in a row? They're six and seven. And he's also, yeah, to be seven, fair. Yeah. He's getting his ass kicked behind that offensive oh, yeah. line. Yeah, he's getting no his ass kicked. For him. Yeah. I mean, even Christian McCaffrey has really been like quiet yeah, the last two exactly. weeks. Exactly. So, Taylor? Um, but even with all that, again, just to jump ahead and pick Carolina. Yeah, that's one where it's like, that's yeah, not a bad one to take. Whatever. All right. Next game, the Detroit Lions at the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, the Vikings 14-point favorites. Vikings coming off the loss to the Seahawks. Kirk Cousins improves to 0-8 oh, oh, on Monday Night Football in his career. He hasn't won a single Monday Night Football game. I still, which have, is kind I of still have blind faith in the guy. I don't get it. I don't know why you did. You I, I wanted him as the Broncos quarterback. I did. I really did. It, there's, you can't I still have fa- do. You can't have faith in him if they can't run the ball. That's the thing. He, well, the, he sucks dude, when they can't run the ball. Everything yeah. changed. And also, Dalvin Cook is a world beater. When everything changed yes, when Dalvin Cook down. went down. Yeah, that, that was his only his sixth primetime win in his career. <laughs> you like that? I think he's like I think that he's I think I, I've always said he's like a step above a Ryan Fitzpatrick. He is not a franchise quarterback. Step above an uh Andy Dalton. Yeah, and I've said the same thing. Andy Dalton is like Ryan Fitzpatrick. They're Andy, very similar players. Andy Dalton gets benched, sucks, and then he comes back, yeah, wins one great. game against the Jets, and you gotta bench him again. Yeah. Um are we wasting our time on this one? Are we all taking the Vikings to yeah. beat the Lions, yeah. right? Like there's not much of a Well, 
I was no, no, no. I'm definitely taking Minnesota. But uh, so what? Uh, what's happening with Dalvin Cook? Do we know? I don't haven't heard any. Update. I'm just saying because like Detroit has this thing where they get sneaky at the end and they, they like they yeah, play like I they're think, going to. It, I think their their sneakiness comes in the first half of games. Right. Like you just saw this past and then, week, and then they, and then they fall apart. Mm-hmm. And they blow so, it to the Cardinals with a 24 point lead. Fuck yeah. you. All right, next game, uh, my Miami Dolphins at the New York Jets. So a couple fun stats about this game. Uh, the Jets <laughs> lost to the Bengals this week, becoming the first team in NFL history to lose to two teams that were 0-7 or worse in the same season. So congrats on a new – the Jets always find a new way to be the worst. Dude. Like, just awful. And then um, they put C.J. Mosley on season. And CJ, he hasn't played in weeks Yeah, anyway. but still, it's just funny. Um, put a cap in it. my team. It still beat your team. One of their four wins. Um, the oh. Dolphins coming off the really fun – that was a fun get win over the Eagles. Uh, that trick play was crazy. That, that was cool. That was really that cool. Was cool. It was the first time since yeah. 1977 a guy that, that is a primary kicker caught a touchdown pass, awesome. which is fucking wild. You it was McAfee all right I again. saw it. It was like, that's a fucking fake punt. The coach <laughs> ran. I was flipping out. Landlord's like, why are you screaming? They're terrible. I'm like, shut up. It's your birthday. It And the fun thing about the Dolphins, uh, from up until their bye week, which was I think was week six, they they had the worst uh, red zone offense in the league. It's, they were converting touchdowns on 16.7% of their red zone attempts. Oh, Since their bye week, trash, they have the number one red zone offense in the league, converting at 82% of their red zone trips, mm-hmm. which shows a major shift in philosophy on the offense, trying creative things. Still can't run the ball where shit I, I think Brian, at all. I think Brian Flores just went, fuck it, let's see what happens. I just, okay. I, he's a really good coach. He, yeah. He's, you know, like, again, he's not going to win coach of the year with that a 3-13 and 13 no, record, no, no. but it's been impressive the way his team has Competed since the early weeks when they were just getting drubbed. Um, so in this game, I think they're going to beat the Jets. Uh, I think that uh, they match up perfectly with the Jets and Going what they the want to do. Going for the sweep, which I always love. I think that would be the third straight year we swept the Jets if we pull it off this week, which I o- always makes me happy. I might go to the game. I'm still debating on if I want to go. No, well, no one's going to be there. The bro. problem is I'm going to Giants-Dolphins the week after, and I oh. don't want to spend two weekends in a row at MetLife Stadium. Yeah, you don't. At you all. Really don't. At all. And especially because, like, the night before is Spooner's party, and I'm going to be with him two days in a row. Uh, so it's like MetLife two weeks uh, in a row, Spooner two days in a row. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it's, it's a, a lot, lot of Spooner. a lot of Spooner time. Uh, but yeah, I'm taking the Dolphins, Justin. Um, this is a toss-up game for me. It, it absolutely One of the hardest is. of the week. I'm going to take the Jets. The Jets are five and a half point favorites. Just because Jesus, I'd like to think they won't get. What am I saying? <laughs> I'm taking the Jets. It's just a shit game. Yeah, I don't want to sure. talk about it. Josh, uh, I'm taking the Dolphins. Devontae Parker, my guy, saved by fantasy season. He's having a great. It's finally nice to see him living up to it. Yeah, finally. I just want to put a gun in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, who are you taking? The fucking Jets. The fucking Jets. Okay. <laughs> uh, next game, the Indianapolis Colts at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bucks kind of rolling right now. They're <sighs> second in the AFC, the Which NFC is South. Why I'm going to take the Colts. I'm taking the Colts as well. Uh, Josh? Yeah, I'm taking the Colts too. All right. Fuck Colts. them. Colts. Colts. So you're taking the Colts too? Yeah. See, that to me would be a good game to pick at uh, yeah, a different no. one. Because I, I was indifferent. I was like, I'm not sure because First, well, the Colts are reeling. They're, they look like shit no, now. They are reeling, but they do this thing where they'll lose two and they'll, they look great after like after two pretty bad losses, especially against like a, a, a surprisingly good Tennessee team. Like, yeah, sure. Um, in, no, you fucking can't. So you're taking the Colts? I'm taking the Colts, In the yes. gambling world of degenerates, uh-huh. the Bucks are what we call high-variance team, Yeah. which means week to week you don't know what the fuck of of course, yeah, facts. With Jameis Winston, something points against the Rams. They <laughs> yeah, beat, um, they beat another really good team. 
Oh god, randomly. Man. Yeah, they, they, uh, they beat someone pretty. Yeah, they almost, they almost beat good. Seattle. Yes, they did Seattle. almost beat Seattle. Didn't, no, but then they, no. they lay eggs against. Did, didn't uh, didn't they like they lost re- to the Giants? Didn't didn't they really compete with the Saints at one point this yeah, year? I think so. Like like they, like they went well, like shot for shot. They beat them. Oh no! Last year, last year, Fitzmagic threw five touchdowns against them week one. Yeah, yeah. For that reason, like you said, they're rolling. I just think it's they're due for a week. Yeah, I mean, you're waiting for the Jameis Winston meltdown. So it's due. And I like Frank Reich. All right. Next game, Los Angeles Chargers at the Jacksonville Jaguars. As quickly as Nick Foles came back, he went right back to the bench. Um, the, the Jaguars spend money on quarterbacks probably more brilliantly than any team I could think of. Um, the Chargers coming off that loss to the Broncos. I saw an amazing stat about the Chargers today. Since 2006, they've lost 65 games by seven points or less. Chargers? Yeah. Tied with the Browns, who also have lost 65 games by seven points or less. Now, here's the crazy thing. In that ten years, or in that span since 2006 to 2019, the Chargers have the 10th best record in the National Football League. The Browns have the worst. That's how many games the Chargers have lost. <laughs> like they were this close to being the one seed or the bottom, the worst record in the league. My favorite. It's wild. They. I, I read this whole article about their worst losses in that span, and I saw some. I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> um, so. I just, remember, this, I just remember the Marty Schottenheimer Chargers days. 14 and 2. 14 they and 2. Up, they were up 22 to, I think, uh, no, it was, four, like, it was like 3 at it, one point. They were beating the Patriots, and then they uh, and then they lost. They lost. And then at the, then the Patriots stormed because it was, they had home field, and they had Sean Merriman on the team. So everyone storms the field, and all you see all the Patriots players fucking doing the lights, yeah. the lights out well, dance. Fuck, first and off, the only time fuck Sean Le- Merriman. And the only time uh, LaDainian Tomlinson got pissed and tried to fight someone. Yeah. Sean Merriman, I fucking hated Sean Merriman. He was a cocksucker. Remember when he beat up Tila Tequila? <laughs> he got arrested oh, for beating her up. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he's dead. De- no, 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 he's, he's not, not dead. That's Junior Seau. He's I dead. Follow, right. I follow him no, on Instagram. No, it's Pat Tillman. It's Pat. No, it's Chris Henry. Sorry. <laughs> Start naming the guys. Oh, God. All right. Uh, <laughs> Try, wait, wait, who was the running right, back? So Travis who, Henry, he's dead too? The Chris Henry. Chris no, no, said, remember the running back for Tennessee, for Tennessee Travis Henry? Well, I said Junior Seau because he was a Rob famous Baronis. charger for a long time. Well, we just started naming dead guys. Yeah, true. Rob Baronis is dead. Rob Baronis is dead. He, he also Terry played, and, and, he, and he also played on the Titans with another dead guy, Steve McNair. Steve McNair another is dead. Another dead guy. <laughs> <laughs> Steve McNair got shot. By a hooker? By, what no, you, what by his th- girlfriend. What do you think the NFL uh, all dead deals? Oh, the NFL. Well, are we talking tragic deaths or just like old? No, just deaths in general. You need to go tragic deaths. So, like, you'd have, like, Chris Henry on there. <laughs> uh, you'd have Pat to have Tillman. Steve McNair. Yeah. Pat oh, Tillman. I had a fantasy team name this year. What was it? It, uh, it was Dedrick Benson. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I forgot Cedric Benson yeah. died just a few months ago. Cedric Benson. <laughs> so I guess Cedric Benson would probably be on the list, right? That's uh, terrible. I, I th- we'll save this for next week. I want to make an all dead team, all tragic, all tragedy team. All right. All right so Chargers, Jaguars, Justin. Uh, I think the Chargers just do to win a win a game like that. So you're going to take the Chargers? Yeah, they're the better team. I mean, Josh. Yeah, I'm going to take the. Uh... <laughs> Uh, you know what? No, Spiraling. no. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the uh, Jaguars because Gar- Minshew's back. That's my guy. Okay. Same, same exact reason as Josh. Min- Minshew is back. The mustache is back, and therefore they're gonna beat. The yeah, I'm Chargers. taking the Chargers. Um, again, the, every game they lost this year is played by one score. There's a. There's it's crazy. Like they gotta win one of them. There's a divine reason why Ryan Fitzpatrick and Gardner Minshew are both playing in Florida right now. It's because Minshew's taken over that Fitz Magic torch when he finally fucking retires. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, when will he retire is the question. Never. Um, He's gonna uh, the next game, the Kansas City Chiefs at the New England Patriots. Really good game. AFC Championship rematch from last year. Patriots three-point favorites at home coming off that loss to the Texans. Uh, the Chiefs coming off the dominating win over the Raiders. Awesome. Josh. Um, I think that everyone in the world after Monday thinks or Sunday thinks that the Patriots are going to lose this game, and because of that, the three point favorites are not everyone. Well, yeah, no, I know, but like I think <laughs> that Vegas you know, are going to win. Yeah, the, uh, the so- we'll call it the social media sure, sure. Uh, uh, aspect of things. The um, but I think that because of that. Uh, Bill Belichick is going to do one of those Bill Belichick things and just coach one of those games that is so perfectly coached that the, the Chiefs are not going to be able to do. So you're taking the Patriots. I'm taking the Patriots. All right, Justin. I'm going to I'm going to take uh, the Chiefs. Okay. Uh, for the reason, and I very much considered what Josh just said. And sure. I, it's just one of those fifty fifties. Yeah. I just think they have Patriots coming off a loss under just, Belichick is like historically like a good record. Like it's like the uh, Andy Reid out of the bye week kind of thing. I just think that defense hasn't shown to shut down like an elite offense no, yet. No, and the offense has so, showed they can't do anything to awesome. terrible defenses right. or bad defenses. Yeah, yeah. So for that reason, I'm going to take. Chiefs. Yeah, and I'm also taking the Chiefs. Um, I, you know, the conversation that not many people want to have, specifically ESPN NFL, is Tom Brady doesn't look like Tom Brady. And you can tell me the receivers are washed, the receivers are bad. He's won with worse receivers. He's completed passes to worse receivers. Rush called well. Yeah, he he did it. He turned Deion Branch into an okay receiver to a really good receiver. To a Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, who left Seattle? He left and went to Seattle. He sucked. Comes back to England. He was great again. The only time Dante Stallworth ever did anything in his career was on the Patriots. So David fucking Givens. He he could be on the all-time killer team. Yeah. <laughs> true, true. Did did uh, didn't he like drunkenly kill a dead? Uh, no, a guy. Grandma? He, was, he was drunk driving, and he, someone jaywalked. It wasn't a grandma. It was some younger guy. I think yeah. it was a twenty something. Right? Yeah, because the guy was jaywalking. He got vehicular manslaughter. But regardless of dead people, um, I think that the Chiefs. What you're seeing with them now is kind of what you thought they would be coming into the year. Their defense is playing better. Again, Andy Reid's record out of the bye week to end seasons is ridiculous. Like the best in NFL history. Uh, they can do the the Chiefs. Just score too easily. And now that you're starting to see that the Patriots' defense, as great as it may be, it's not good enough when Tom Brady's only able to put up 14, 20 yeah. points. And the Chiefs are going to put up, you'd think, 20-some-odd points. And the Patriots fans, now that they're kind of on the ropes, if they go down like 14 nothing, the fans will start booing the Patriots because that's what they yeah. do. Because they are not, they don't know how to handle losing because they haven't been Patriots fans from when they were losing. They've been Patriots fans since the Patriot dynasty started because there's no such thing as real New England Patriots fans. So the Chiefs will win this game by 12. Uh, th- what? They're going to win by 12 points. But you Exactly 12 points. But you picked the, the Chiefs. I picked. I meant the Chiefs. I meant to say the Chiefs. Excuse me. The Chiefs are going to win by 12. All right, cool. Because I'm going to pick Kansas City, too. Because wow. I have to beat Josh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next game, the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Arizona Cardinals. The sixth seed. Pittsburgh Steelers uh, and your coach of the year, Mike Tomlin. Easy, he should be coach of the mm-hmm. year because what he's done with this team, considering all the circumstances, is very impressive. You see all the people in the Steelers stands are all wearing duck heads for fucking mm-hmm. duck hodges. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And he played okay. He played great late against the Browns. Better than Mason Rudolph. Um, better than the Cardinals played against uh, the Rams. Uh, took an absolute drubbing. And after all, like the goodwill when the Cardinals started okay, and now it's starting to the shine's starting to come off. Um, Steelers two and a half point favorites at home. Uh, I'm taking the Steelers or on the road. Excuse me, I'm taking the Steelers in this one. Yeah, also taking Steelers. 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 All right, so we're all taking the Steelers. I figured that's what it was going to be. 
Uh, all right, this Gee. is a good game. Uh, the Tennessee Titans at the Oakland Raiders. It's not that good. Titans riding high. It's a good game. It's a. It's got playoff implication for sure, especially for the Titans. I just hate the. I just hate the Raiders. Um, I hate the Raiders too. Fuck I them. mean, John Gruden on a fourth and one down by seven, he runs a reverse. Idiot. <laughs> just Fuck sweep, right? Idiot. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Pop stupid. Out. We ran the same offensive play in guru. Offensive guru. We ran a fucking John play Gruden. in high school. Had a great face. Yeah. After he didn't get it. I know. Terrible play. Can call. I tell you how happy I was? It was two weeks ago when that uh, when the, when the Jets fucking killed him. Yeah. And they benched Derek Carr and used the first snap. Mike Glennon fumble. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so the Titans are two and a half point favorites uh, playing great football right now. Five and one with Ryan Tannehill. Uh, Derek Henry, animal. Animal, animal. Finally living up to that first round yeah. hype. Real talk. I, he's kind of played. He started. He kind of lived up to it when he did that ninety-nine yard run last year. Last year we had, we yeah, watched at, it. At Bob and Quaz's. And they were dude, they were they like, were taking medicine. Yeah, they were taking their medicine. So we watched the whole thing. And then yeah. Quaz walks in and goes, "What happened?" Nine yard. Derrick Henry, ninety-nine yard touchdown run. Guy has rope for hair. That's yeah. the only thing Quaz said. You know, I, th- I think someone also said, he's on my bench. He's on my bench, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so uh, I'm taking the Titans in this one. I love the football they're playing. I love what Ryan Tannehill's doing. Love what I, love what Mike Ra- doing. I love what Mike Rabel's doing. Yeah, dude. they're doing awesome. great, great things. They're playing physical football. Uh, so, yeah, I'm taking the Titans. Uh, it doesn't matter. I'm taking the take Titans. Okay, Titans. Yes, Titans. Okay. Titans. All right, we're all taking the Titans. Uh, next game, Seattle Seahawks at the Los Angeles Rams. Rams coming off the win over the Cardinals. Seahawks coming off the win over the Vikings. Uh, Seahawks two and a half point favorites on the road. Josh? Uh, I haven't done it yet. I'm still not going to. My guy, my MVP, my quarterback, your New York Yankees second baseman, Russell Wilson. Seahawks are going to win this game. Dude, he's great. Okay. Yeah. Seahawks 9-1 in close in once possession games, yep. I believe. It's probably going to yep. be another close game. And undefeated on the road for the first time in their franchise history. Pull it out. Yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy. Is uh, Taylor? I want to. I want to take the. I want to take Seattle. I think you only have like two or three different. That's what I'm saying. So like, I kind of have to. You have to. You got to force your hand. Take the Rams. Yeah, I'll take the Rams. All right. Take the Giants. All right. So the next game, the last <laughs> no. game, Monday night, the New York Football Giants at the Philadelphia Eagles with their quarterback Eli Manning yep. under center, Daniel Jones. I don't buy the injury. At all. Nope. I don't buy it. I'm not doubting that he has a, it's somewhat of an injury. But they're shutting him down. Two he's, ten just he's regressed. They're shutting oh, him yeah. down. Dude. He's regressed, okay? He's second in the league in turnovers at Jameis Winston. You don't want to be second to Jameis That's Winston awesome. in anything. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Like he fumbled he, crab legs. <laughs> he, he, yeah, he did break he didn't uh, lose a fumble this past week, so he broke his streak of five straight oh. games of losing a fumble, but he did fumble the ball. No just recovered all, it. Dude. No, no awareness. Um this is to g- stop him from getting in his own head Stinks, and also dude. to sell some more tickets for Eli Manning's swan song. Right? Yeah, that yeah. you would you would Facts. think. How funny will it be? If the Giants go four and zero with Eli Manning, <laughs> how? <laughs> Just to see the Giants. I want to see half the Giants fans be like, "See if we start Eli all year, we made the playoffs. We're six and ten. I can't wait to hear I, people I, calling on the fans. I want it screaming. so bad. How pathetic is it at five and seven that the Eagles still control their own destiny and win the division? Yeah, it's if they win out, my team fucking stinks. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm taking the Eagles over the terrible who are the last team in the UH I listen power rankings. The Giants are 32. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're, they're worse bad. than the Bengals. You got them lower than the Bengals, even. I they, guess it's dude. I guess it's no, not. They, dude, the Bengals won this past uh, week, yeah, and they've lost fucking seven easy, in a row. They're easy I, the I can't. Team in the, NFL. the Bengals have they played. Are, guess, the Bengals right? have played tougher football, being zero and eleven, so, than the Giants did in being two and nine. 
that up until they won this past week, obviously. Mm-hmm. They've played tougher football. They had some games. They, they, they could have beat the Seahawks week one. They could have beat the Bills when they played them. Dude, if, uh, The if, Bengals if, have played a better brand of football than the Giants have all year. Dude, it feels like that fourth touchdown game from Daniel Jones was like two years ago. Now. Yeah, dude. Yeah. But mark my words, another thing, Saquon Barkley is going to have a huge end of the season with Eli Manning starting because it's gonna he's going to be able to read the defense better and change mm-hmm. the calls at the line for him. So I'm taking the Eagles in this one. Justin, I want it. I want to believe that the Giants. You can, need the. You the need the root for the Giants. You need the root. You, you need the but Giants. But they're not going to do it for that reason. So you're picking the Eagles. <laughs> they're yeah. not going. All right. I'll take the Eagles. I've I've really thought about it, but they're Did just you? They're, they're just too much. They're like a nine they point suck. underdog. The Giants they're suck. Trash. They're awful. They're really this is. They, be able to win they are the doormat of the NFL right now. The Giants. The Giants are getting fired, dude. Yeah. The Giants are the team. I I still don't know that because it. I wouldn't. I I would think he'd get fired, but Mara likes him a lot, and Mara calls the football shots, not Steve Tisch. Um, Josh. Eagles. Fuck you. you. thought about it. Giants are I did. It. I yeah. thought You're about it really the Giants? Well. Giants are going to fucking do it. Dude, you better wear a Giants jersey this week. I hope they do it. I should fucking do it. No, you know, you know what's going to make I'm me happy? It, it'll make me happy because you know what's going to happen? Actually, no, it's not. It's going to piss me off because when we hang out with Quaz and Quaz will be like, oh, Carson Wentz, top five quarterback. <laughs> After all of us told him he is a top five he quarterback. He doesn't like any quarterbacks. Well, he likes Brady. He doesn't I, like I anyone. He thinks he don't. Pat Mahomes No, no, I, I no. don't think he's top five, but I thought he was top ten coming in this year. And he hasn't played. Granted, the entire Team, I mean, his receiving core might be the worst in the league when it comes to it's drops. There. It's absurd the amount of yard. They think they said that he lost like 1,200 yards on drops this year and also, like seven touchdowns. I also think Zach Ertz is hurt, if I remember correctly. He's been playing hurt. He's been playing yeah, banged so, up. So he's not even playing at 100%. Yeah, their offensive and line's been beat up too. I, I really, like I said, I just honestly think for this one game, for the what, is this their last home game or something like that? No, it's in Philly. It's, oh, it's in, in Philly. Philly. Yeah. I, th- I thought there was a home. No, they play, the they play the Redskins at home and they play the Dolphins at home. Well, I mean, Giants. it's the first start back. I just think the team's going to come out swinging for Eli. I would hope so. I mean, he deserves it. I mean, he could. Say, he's going to either finish above or below five hundred yeah. on his first round, for, first ballot Hall of Fame track. For not being, yeah, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> for, is, for not, we're not no. getting into that. Enough. No, he is though. He, he is, is. He is based I, on I, others I, that have, based on the standard that they set. I am set not for it, arguing yes. that if not for the postseason success, he would not be a Hall of Famer. Yes, but facts. you can't. If Dan you Brody can't, had a had his own Hall of Fame. Eli Manning's in it. Would he be first ballot? You can't tell the story of the NFL without Eli Manning. But for, no, he's for, at, no, he's asking first. For my ballot. Whole, is he first ballot? Yeah, absolutely. So he'd be first ballot. Dude, years? there's only been five. There's only been five two two time Super Bowl MVPs. Yeah, but what do the other guys have on the other categories compared to him? But Terry Bradshaw so was much, not. So an, an, Terry Bradshaw was not an incredible passer. Let's be fair here. Terry Bradshaw yeah. is the other one. He was not an incredible passer. He was throwing the Lynn Swan and it, Roger. What's his name? He had, and he yeah, also had. Thing. If like someone like that's first ballot, and, and, yeah, and Terry Bradshaw. He's a Hall of Famer, and here's the thing. So Daniel Jones, he's not a Hall of Famer. No, no, no. I I just have. I kind of dis. I kind of disagree with him being first ballot too, but I I understand the reasoning. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I agree. So he would be a Hall of Famer. To me, there's enough in the other direction to argue that he's not. He shouldn't be first ballot. But here, this is that's your biggest issue. But this is my argument. This is my argument with first ballot in general. You're a Hall of Famer or you're not. Fuck first ballot. It shouldn't be hold people back because they do this in baseball. 
more than any sport. Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's absurd. Yeah. You're a Hall of Famer or you're not. So Mar- Mariano Rivera was was the first unanimous. First not, 100%. But, and I'm not saying not, he shouldn't be. Not I'm saying, saying there's no, about 200 first, guys though. before not, him. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. Babe Ruth. Not Willie yeah. Mays. Not uh, Ken Griffey Jr. Ken Griffey Tom Jr. Seaver. Yeah, Sandy yeah. Koufax. Whitey Ford. Yogi Berra. There's a million you could name. And I love Mariano. DiMaggio. The only argument I can say that why Mariano's the first is because he is definitively the greatest yeah. ever in his position. Yeah, you facts. can tell, say that he is the greatest ever in his position. The only definitive one over every sport. NFL, he, NBA, he, NHL. No, he, you're it's right. not even Be, close. Because you could have an argument, like especially in the NFL, wide receiver here. Well, this person did this grow out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. but like Chris Same. Carter wasn't a first ballot Hall of Famer? That's stupid. Nah, yeah. like, That's stupid. You're a Hall of Famer you're him not. As, the first, yeah. Fuck first ballot. The fact it took, him, it took him as long as it did for Chris Carter to get him. Oh, the most short hands ridiculous. in NFL history. So stupid. I saw a thing today, and Zach Thomas, and this isn't me being Homer, should be a Hall of Famer. No, yeah. I, I agree. I, I, saw, I retweeted something today that was comparing their stats, and the only stat Erlacher had on him was interceptions. He was a five-time first-team All-Pro. Mm-hmm. Erlacher was a four-time first-team All-Pro, and that means a lot more than Pro Bowls do. Listen, I, I got pissed when people were like, yeah, Terrell Davis shouldn't be in the Hall of Famer. He should be a Hall of Famer. Name a running back that was more dominant. Well, I've, had that, I've had that conversation with you, and to me, Hall of Fames are about telling the story of, of, the gen- of an era of football. And you can't tell yeah. the era of Tom Brady without Eli, Eli Manning. Manning. Facts. You can't. And again, <laughs> the old, who, so can you name the other yeah. guys that were two-time Super Bowl MVPs besides Eli Manning? The, the Our star. Yeah. That are, if that, that hey, you know what? If that a line of thinking is correct, then uh, Matt oh, Ryan's a shortfire Hall of Famer because you can't tell the story of the NFL without twenty-eight to three. No, <laughs> but you have to have some other things. But statistically, when Matt he, Ryan when is on the track. Saying, when he's no, Matt Ryan's on his way. My argument is there, there's 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 enough in the other negative I, direction. I don't disagree to argue that. Then get Joe Namath out of there. <laughs> that's that's the problem. Though. But jo- problem. but you can't Brett tell the story. I'm not saying he shouldn't be in. I agree. I have the I have problem with the first ballot. But my that's my issue though is that there shouldn't be a problem with any ballot. You're a Hall of Famer or you're not. But to me, based on what they've done, they... That, what they've done is wrong. Saying, I know, but I'm saying what they've said is if you're first ballot, you're a better player than... I know, and it's it's stupid. You're going to tell me that there's... Chris Carter was a better Hall of Famer than Lynn Swan. Yeah, facts. If, you have an facts. Under, if he's going to be under 500 as a starting quarterback in the NFL... He's had seasons where he's sure. had an absurd amount sure. of turnovers. I agree. He's been he's been bottom five in quarterback. So here, here's the truth. Yeah. With, without, he's been bad. I'm just saying to look at everything and weigh it. Yeah, wait. Say, no, Brett Favre had a lot of bottom five quarterback seasons too. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, and here's the other thing that you have to listen. You could argue all you want about the consecutive starts. Daniel Jones is already out hurt. Whether yeah. my theory on it, yeah. whatever. Eli Manning didn't miss a no, start. That, Daniel Jones is already hurt. I'm just so fucking pissed. His, that still makes his, me angry. Um, what? The, the whole McAdoo bench. Oh, when they benched him, that was his horrendous. And, and his playoff performances. Yeah, I mean, he's one of the clutch it. playoff yeah. performers of all time. Well, and say what you will about him. It's And two of the great <laughs> Super Bowl performances of all time. Yeah. Two of the biggest throws. Um, Man, all right, whatever. Manny, Manny Ham and David Tyree. Yeah. Dude, I mean, the Absolutely. Tyree catch was amazing, but getting out of the fucking sack first was even I'm more I'm impressive. I'm still surprised they didn't blow that play dead. Still, I, I couldn't believe it. Like, it's uh, you must have been thrilled. Yeah, I know Josh was with his 18-1 balloon. So. Even in no. that game, he still only scored 21 points. Which is, no, which which is 21-17 great, was which a Plexico. Which isn't a great number. Do you remember but. Plexico Burr said we're going to win 21-17? Michael Strahan. Michael, oh, Stra- Michael Strahan. Because that was, that was the year. And Tom Brady was like, we're only going to score 17 points? Well, <laughs> All right. Well, no, that, that, was, uh, that, was, that was at the end. That was the last drive because he goes, uh, he's going the offensive line. Uh, we score here. We're world champions. Like, that's that famous. Cause yeah, yeah. He, he took off a training camp, and that was his last year. Yeah, yeah. Super Bowl. Um, but, yeah. Should have kicked the field goal through his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Dude, right through the fuck. Listen, not a single kicker would have made us would have made it through his fucking teeth no. this year. They all oh, stink. My, honestly, Young Ho Kim, the, just Young Ho Kick, dude. Bitter what's his about name? The Giants in general, like, well, yeah. you, you've hated the Giants yeah. from the day I, I've I met. get they're it. Not, they're not a franchise that has ever sustained success over an extended period. But of time. they've had. But they're the only one that has a Super Bowl in every of the last four. They're years. a legacy team. Yes. Yeah, it's. Right. it's well, that's annoying to me. Where's your <laughs> dynasty? Where's your dynasty years? Where, they, where's your Where's your great team? They didn't have their best team is the '86 Giants. Yeah, for sure. They've never had a sustained greatness. That pisses me off. Every other great friend, it does. It, no, no. I, I, just, I, listen, like you think you, you need random you, fucking standalone like, years where you just I'm, we're great this year. No, so I, your, your listen, theory that, that, is no, like you got to win at least too. two Super Bowls I just, in a row. They don't no. have a they don't have a clip of, of years where they've been dominant. No, dominant no. over a stretch. It's, it's, it's not even dominant. It's like you have to at least but compete. They're still like a top five franchise. That well, it's it's, well, it's like it's like if one year. Well, so is your team. No, but I'm saying that. But they've had. I know. They, I, they I understand. Your team had a better the, string of no, dynasties no, for sure. You, you had, it's not even close. You had, you, you had yeah. the Cowboys in the '70s, the Cowboys in the '90s. You had all, and you had great coaches. You you had legendary coaches. You guys, you guys, the Giants, the Cowboys star is the the Cowboys star is the Yankee pinstripe of the NFL, without question. Wait, hold on. Did the Giants even lost? They lost to was it Sam Huff and Johnny Unitas? They even lost that fucking game too. Yeah. Like it's just it's one of those things. It's so fucking stupid. They're good every year. Well, they only won. One Super Bowl. Well, like, that's a thing. Listen, like, and here's my problem too, because and I, I'm gonna go with, and I just want to go with the, with the sustaining of winning. Denver Broncos had a little bit of a dynasty. No, so two uh, Super Bowls in a row. They, but, they won, they won two in a row, and then Elway retired. And everything went to shit. But they always still competed. Doesn't matter. This, these last three seasons, it is not. Uh, you, Denver has not seen consecutive losing seasons since 1973, almost at the AFL fucking merger, yeah. when Frank Trapuca was their quarterback. When d- d- number 18, the original that Peyton Manning had to call to get the fucking. People complain about their team when they won, won a Super Bowl in the last five years. I haven't even fucking I seen a play. No, listen, I haven't seen I'm a not, win since 2001. I've, you didn't let me I've finish. Seen, you didn't let me finish. Well I'm, saying, wings, what I'm, I'm saying what I'm saying is I understand I'm very spoiled yeah. because I've seen a lot of AFC title games. I feel games. a sense of relief I've when the Falcons get a ninth win in any given season. <laughs> yeah, fact. Like, all right, so, so what I'm saying is one of the most heartbreaking seasons I've ever seen was the fucking Steelers wild card win all the way to the Super Bowl. Jake Plummer fucking 13-3 and and you lose at home to the Pittsburgh fucking Steelers. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I'm mad about that. Like I, I, I think I have the biggest. Like I have the Patriots in my division, the greatest dynasty. Yeah, facts. Like in, it's, history, it's the most impressive dynasty uh, in any sport. No, it is New, because in well, the what NFL about, to what about when, the New York Yankees in the nineties? It, it does because the oh, parity, no, 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 the parity in football Sour is so parody. much different. No, yeah. wrong. Celt, uh, the Celtics. Do you, you, you went seven but, championships. But, in but eight it, the years? Lakers were also winning a ton at that time too. There was there's nothing. There's never been parity like this for this long. And any especially compared to the NFL, it's never happened before. The NFL is the most the hardest league to sustain success in compared to any other. No, I mean, you just saw the Warriors have a crazy run. The Bulls had a crazy run. The NBA always has a team that stays at the top for extended periods of time. The NFL doesn't have that like the Patriots have done yeah. to go to as many Super Bowls and with one coach and one quarterback for the last it is, fifteen years. It's unprecedented. I mean, the Yankees went through managers through their dynasties besides the nineties. Twenty years. They, now, they fired what's his name close, how many yeah. times? Billy 2000, Martin. Yeah. Two thousand one was the start of it. Right? Yeah, two thousand one. Talking eighteen nineteen. I still love the eighteen and one. Our, our buddy Philippi Tyler, the teacher, was yeah. here, and uh, the, when they lost, he got the flu for two weeks. Yeah, I, I, I like the picture of Josh with his Patriots balloon. I made him write eighteen and one on it. All right, let's wrap this up, guys. This is episode eighty of You Watch, I Listen. Justin, thank you for joining us Thanks, today. Dude. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we'll see you cunts next week. Later. Later. All right.